What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you're in here with the Bruce Wayne. This is the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the notorious one. New, 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 new world order. A.K.A. Mr. Coachellini, better known as a prognosticator, Coach Adamus. You in here with the Sea God Allah and the Michelle. Uh, I always mess it up. Uh, Coach Iavelli. Coach Iavelli. I always mess that part up now. The Michelle. Coach Iavelli. In the building, we got a great show today. We're going to break up. The normies are going to be upset with me once again. But today, we're going to find out. A woman's going to find out the real deal about monogamy as she believes she has a boyfriend but her instincts are telling her that something must be up. And she found out she is sharing that ninja. All right. Sharing that ninja. Ladies, the best thing you can do is share that ninja. All right. Here we go right now. There's a go. to be Listen, five and a half hours for sure. All right. Five and a half hours for sure. I am the author of the free agent lifestyle and the evolution. The links are in the description box below. Also, also, there's a free book called 52 things all men should do. Think about Prior to marriage, that is free on my website, Gregory, GregAdams1.com. GregAdams1.com, not Gregory. GregAdams1.com. You can get that for free. Now, you know, it's going to email you automatically. And if you have tight security settings on your email and your junk boxes, check your junk box, all right? Lower your security on your email. It's going to automatically send to you. And by the way, if it doesn't send to you, that's your fault. I ain't, nope. I ain't in it. My name is Bennett. I ain't in it, all right? Because I don't monitor it. I don't be monitoring the email. Oh, you didn't get the ebook? I don't. It's free, Ninja. <laughs> it ain't like you paid for it. All right. So if you if you didn't get it the first time, get another email. Get another email with lower security. <laughs> All right. Anyway, man, we got um we got a great show today. We got a great show today. This is going to be this is going to be uh discovery. Let me put up the topics. Let me put up the topics. And I know trigger warning, viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing to watch this content. And uh here's the banners of the show. We got Terrell Owens showing his teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. Indeed. All right, we got Terrell Owens showing them his teeth. We're gonna review inflation, two new articles, Generation Z and Millennials. They was getting a ass kicked by CGA yesterday about inflation. Them ninjas was like, no. We all have the same buying power. Prices are going up. Doesn't matter. Inflation. What is that? All right. We're going to give you a couple more answers. And I'm not. Listen, I ain't going to bring out the calculator either. All right. We are also going to talk about marriage before and after and look at some fun things right here and get into the monogamy thing towards the end of the show. If you're here and you're ready for me to talk about monogamy, I am not going to do so. This is the morning show. I do various topics. I don't just get into the main topic because I call that the main of it. That's the main event. Some people put their thumbnail up and do a three-hour stream, and that's the topic. As soon as they start the, th the live stream, they get to talking into the topic. And it's oftentimes their only topic. And then for three hours, they're repeating themselves, the whole stream. <laughs> they just keep repeating themselves the same talking point. Like every five minutes, they keep just repeating themselves to stretch out three hours. I give you a whole bunch of content. This is why we are the king of kings over here. This is why. This is the king of content. We give you a show. And if you're at your job, put your headphones on and let's get ready to start sniggling because we're about to kick it off to contribute to today's show. Dollar Sign CGA Live on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. And 
paypal.me backslash coach greg adams on the free agent lifestyle that is pinned to the top of the free agent lifestyle live chat because this is the realest show on youtube guess what <laughs> guess what there's no super chats over there so if you do want a super chat i know you're you're not here yet but you have to go over to the notorious cga channel to super chat with that in mind Let's go ahead and show you Terrell Owens showing his teeth, and then we're going to kick off the show. All right, uh, Terrell Owens, let, let's go ahead and tell you right here. Is it Terrell or Terrell? I don't know. Show and then we're going to get to the earlier contributors to today's show. All right, right here. Uh, shout out to him. And listen, this is just an observation. I have nothing against interracial dating. In fact, I enjoy me a flat back to Kaylee for most time than not. All right, so but. We're going to show you what happens. You know what I mean? Just something gets into the spirit of the ninja that he got to show them teeth when he gets around Kaylee's. Indeed. So here we go. There's no music here. So just to use your imagination. And of course, the Kaylee's have wine glasses in their hand. How? 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 I don't even know what the word is, but you know, what are they? How passe? I don't even know what the word is. They, they always got wine glasses in their hands. All right, we're sophisticated. They're always like 23 drinking wine. All right, but look, my man out here. Niggas always gotta show they and listen, if I was with these Kayleys, I'd be doing the same thing. I ain't mad at them. Show they I ain't mad at them. You brothers, you know how you do it. No, what is not iconic? It's kind of like um, it's slipping my mind. It's slipping my mind. It's kind of it begins with the C. Cliche is the word that I was looking for. Cliche. How cliche, white girls and wine, you know? Niggas always gotta show they Shout out to, hey, man, hey, hey, my man, my man, Terrell, don't catch a case, brother. Make sure you sign the NDA. Make sure you get him to sign the NDA. All right, shout out to Terrell Owens. Hey, I ain't mad at him, but I do have a thing, Terrell. I know you watch my show, all right? You're an iconic figure. <laughs> my thing is, uh, Terrell, you look like a cartoon character to me. I mean, you know what? Everybody looks like a cartoon character, and I say this with love. All right, you look like a ca ca uh, a cartoon character, and I do have the the right person. And I'm going to show you guys uh, right here what cartoon character he looks like. All right, don't he look like Jerry the Mouse to you? I mean, don't for some reason his head, his whole head, his whole face, he looked like Jerry from Tom and Jerry. I just it, to me. <laughs> just looking like you know what i mean his eyes his head always be open like he looked like jerry the mouse like i don't know man it's it's something about that head you know what i mean something about that big ass head no big big ass i don't know what it is you know what i mean like that's what you, <laughs> don't he look like that i don't know man shout out to terrell owens you know i hope you can take a joke because the dude i've seen him in person he's all man pause all right shout out to <laughs> Shout out to Terrell Owens. He looked like Jerry the Mouse and shit with the big ass teeth. All right, big ass eyes and head. All right, shout out to Jim. Um, he's gonna be after me. That's my quarterback. All right. Um, let's get to the earlier contributors to the day show. Now that we got some people sniggling already. Darts says the American Nightmare is going to defeat the tribal chief at WrestleMania. Wrestling. Um not if Sami Zayn beats him the um um beats him on uh the um this pay-per-view coming up this weekend. Sami Zayn in Mont Montreal, Sami Zayn might pull the upset on the tribal chief. What do you think about that? Mm. Highly unlikely. Shout out to Brandon Whitefield says hit the like button, free agent lifestyle to the hat. 
lady sings or the fat lady. Yes. Indeed. All right. Shout out to uh, all my wrestling fans out here. Yes, indeed. I, I haven't been paying attention to wrestling, but I caught Monday Night Raw this week, uh, this Monday after the show. And I was like, oh, man, you know, they got some good storylines. So I'm ready for WrestleMania. What about Elijah is in the building? The Honorable Elijah is in the building. And he says a mom of three leaves his kids, leaves her kids in a Houston home alone. And wait till you hear. We got to go. And we're going to cover that topic. We're going to cover that topic and wait till you hear how long this straggle daggle baby mama terrorist left her kids in the house. And we're going to review if it is is indeed better for mothers to have custody of their kids the way they're doing it. She's not the only one. Girls be out here leaving their babies. They be out there deleting babies, you know what I mean? To go back to, to return. In these streets. You know what I mean? Okay, hold on. Press the wrong button. After the round, I pushed the wrong button. All right, Deshaun Rose says, good morning, coach. I am on the road, but ready for the show. Thank you for you traveling brothers out there. Are you in the Philippines? Where are you at? Oh, you just on the road. All right, my man is working, and you got to pay your bills. You got to pay rent. Yes, rent is coming up. When is it due? Your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, February rent always catches y'all off guard. You know what I mean? February bills be like, yo, felt like I just paid the bills. You ever have that February bills? You were like, I just paid bills. <laughs> February got three and a half weeks, and they be like, Your rent's due, motherfucker. Get it? Give me the bills. Give me, give me bills. Be like, Bills due on the first. I don't give a damn. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, good Lord. All right, and it's literally just three days less than the normal month, but it feels like I just paid. That short month catches your ass. Black History Month. All right, we got, uh, let me see if any PayPal love is there. Sizzo is in here. Sizzo. He says, he says, yo, chat ninjas don't understand. CGA just wants us to press for the peak. That's what the free agent lifestyle is all about. Hashtag Yob Mob 100K. And more, we up in here. I'm rich, man. You're always going to need some more dough, <laughs> right? You're always going to need some more dough. And I'm not, you know, Kevin Samuels, shout out to, Ke- I, this is like the third time I mentioned him this week. And I'm not meaning any harm. He got in trouble with a lot of men on that issue as well. Pressing them to try to be better. And it's like, you know, you can't, you can't deal with the economics of the situation. The economics is, is what it is. Uh, you know, things change. You're always going to need more dough. All right. But as I told you yesterday, I was, when I was looking to buy my first car on a car lot, not a used car, I had a budget of $5,000. Like, I want you to think about that. And that was in 1993, 1992, 1993. I was going to buy my first car. The car was worth the, the entry level price. It was going to be the low, low bare, bare bones car. Ford Escort, Hyundai Excel, you know, these guys, $5,000. Now, I want you guys to know the difference between 1990 and 2000, and this was 1992, so this was literally uh, 30 years ago. The difference between an entry-level car is significantly different. I'm talking about on the car lot, not a used car in the back, right? Five grand. I could have walked right off the car uh, car lot. And, and at that time, you was thinking like, damn, all right, what I'm going to do? I'm going to put down $1,000. You wouldn't even put down $1,000. All 
You weren't even putting it down. You was putting out 500 bucks <laughs> and thinking about the car payment like, damn, average car payment back then probably was 200 bucks. Now, fast forward, this is what people don't realize. And then when I tell you in 10, 20 years, what you make now is not going to cut it. And people were like, no, that's not true. Deuce was in here fighting me. Ninjas was getting mad that I was telling them, you better go get some more dough. Now you can even think about buying no car for $5,000. <laughs> right? Think about it. The average home price in the suburbs. Are y'all ready for this? Are y'all ready for the average home price in the suburbs? In the suburbs. When I moved to the suburbs, which was considered wealthy houses. In 1990, in 1988, 89, in the new suburbs, this is in this is in the San Fernando Valley back going into Agora Hills. Agora Hills. These houses were like $120,000. Y'all just do not know. I mean, you can literally get in at $60,000. Probably entry level, sixty dollars to $120,000. And that was considered wealthy houses. Like that was the suburbs, ninjas. <laughs> you guys don't realize man once time goes prices change and as prices change you need more money mm. i'm only trying to help you i'm only trying to help you uh let me see here let me see here i just want to look this up home price 1993 i'm gonna put california okay let me see here just so you know they do have it here on the list. On a list? Give me the list. Oh, they don't go back that far. Oh, here we go. Okay. You, you guys think I'm joking, right? I, 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 say this, I say this with love. I say this with love. You ninjas better get on your bag. All right. Uh, media, look, Los Angeles County, median home prices, 1991. All 138, 134, 227, 239 in Orange County. Ninjas, get on your shit. We're not playing. Hey, the three tenets of the free agent lifestyle. No cohabitation. No long-term relationships. No marriage until you get your shit together. All right? We're not playing out here. All right, somebody says scroll up. All right, you guys see it on the screen. Orange County, 1991, 239. Riverside, 138. Scroll up. Average home price. This is as of... Uh, 2022, 1.1 million, 860,000. Now this is a good, this, this right here, man, y'all better get on your shit. Free agent lifestyle for life. Kaylin Ferguson says, what's up coach? I'm not completely against monogamy, but women have to make up for it in big ways. Okay. He says they can't deny their husband sex ever. Oh my goodness. And ever, he says ever, and they have to be more caring and pleasant to be around. But I know that will never happen to today's woman. Absolutely not. Nope. Absolutely not, man. Listen, man, you asking for, Kaylin asking for the perfect woman. <laughs> He's like, oh, the humanity. Kaylin, I'm going to get you a step for wife. We're going to get Kaylin a step for wife. I think that's what he's looking for. <laughs> he's looking for a step for wife. If you haven't seen the movie Step for Wives. How the hell you spell that? Step forward, wife. We're going to get you a step for wife. You're going to need a step for wife. And I can't give away the movie, but uh, you're going to need one of these. Yeah, we're going to get you a step for wife. <laughs> okay, let me see. Where is it at? 
He need a step for wife right off the right off the damn assembly line. He need a step for wife right off the assembly line. He need one of these. You know what I mean? You need one of these. You need you a traditional woman. He, he, him need him a traditional woman, right? Man, he ain't going. You ain't, you ain't going to get no step for wife. Hey, man, listen, especially with y'all ninjas don't want to get y'all money up, man. Y'all going to be in rash shape, man. Number one priority. Go get your money up. Everybody. And I'm not just talking about me, man. Look. Let's get after it. All right. Let's get to the topics again. This is going to be, uh, we showed Terrell Owens showing his teeth. Thank you, Terrell Owens. But let's catch up in other news in this segment real quick. Um, Did I get everybody? I think I did. Chris Beard. Let's go ahead and give Chris Beard an L again. He was on the nomination of the top simps of 2023 because at the end of the year, this ninja got into a scuffle with his fiance. They got into a kerfuffle, as ABL says. And then what happened was she put hands on him. And then he she put he put hands on her allegedly, according to her, because she was having an event. If you're in a long-term relationship and you're a broke ninja and your girlfriend or fiance has an event, you're gonna lose everything you work for. And that's pretty much nothing at this point. Mm. Now the, the problem was he lost his job. The University of Texas fired him for allegedly domestically violating his fiance, who tried to withdraw the charges after having him arrested mm. because she was having an event and a, a meltdown. So, so he was defending himself. Yes, yeah, she was having an event. You know, all women have an event. They just snap. You know what I mean? And they think they're right and they're going to get emotional. And when they're having an event, they call the overseers. The overseers come and then collateral damage. This is how women work. And then all of a sudden they're trying to retract the shit. They're trying to they trying to put all the plates together, you know, like a bull in a china shop. The bull runs and tears up all the plates. And then when she comes down from her event, then she's trying to put all the pieces back together. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's innocent until proven guilty or so we thought the University of Texas fired him because his fiance having an event now here's the twist here's the follow-up on it here's the follow-up the district attorney dropped the domestic violation charges <sighs> they dropped the charges they after they looked at it after she tried to withdraw the charges and then the the, the district attorney said no we're pressing forward yesterday they dropped the charges man i'm gonna tell you Dealing with women, I mean, listen, you on a business contract with me. You straight, this is business, and I will pleasure myself with this business. I'm not dealing with this bullshit, right? This is the stuff you deal with. It doesn't matter how rich or poor you are. If you got a woman who cannot control her emotional state, and they will tell you because they will tell you they need therapy, they in therapy, they depressed, anxious, stressed, they got all kind of shit. That woman is not, dude, they do not date her. Don't even mess with her until she's mentally stable. Okay, and give her ass a test. If she claims to be mentally stable, give her a test. This woman cost him a job. Now, I think now that the drop, the charges are dropped, despite the fact they're dropped, this is going to stay with him forever. He's going to get another job, potentially sue the University of Texas, potentially sue the University of Texas because he dropped uh, $35 million. And I would drop that damn fiance. Drop that ass. All right, but he's probably still with her like a goofy ass simp. And if you still marry that woman, Chris Beard, you are got to be in the top five simps coming into 2023. All right, because this is a dumbass move. She cost you a job. Now, you know what I mean? I, I just don't understand people's mindsets out here. It's the one-itis that's killing y'all. It's the one-itis that's killing y'all. 
one-itis is a disease. It's a disease of simps. It's one of the biggest, um, it's one of the biggest, because uh, there's simps in here going, what do you mean monogamy is a myth? I'm monogamous. Yeah, because you're a simp. Because <laughs> you have one-itis. Because you have one-itis. I, I can defeat your monogamy in about one night. Come on out to Vegas. I'll give you one night. I'll have you swimming in some other woman's juices that fast, Mr. I'm monogamous. Oh, I'll have it. Don't, don't, don't. You want to test me? Pay me $2,000 and prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Put, put down a $2,000 deposit. Come on out to Vegas. I'll have your ass out here swimming. <laughs> swimming in junior college. Real quick, Mr. Monogamy. And ladies, we're going to get to you too. Don't think I don't have no smoke for you. All right, because you guys are the ones that kick off the non-monogamy. So I don't even want to hear. It's you guys that start the non-monogamy. So saying you're monogamous now is actually foolish. You guys are walking around here with two other men's children talking about your monogamous. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. If you're past the age of 22, I don't want to hear about your monogamy. Don't want to hear about it. We're going to get to that when we get to it anyway. What do we got here? Fair or foul? We got a fair or foul segment here. All right. Um, speaking of monogamy, good Lord, look at this. Fair or foul? I'm going to leave it up to the coach gang here. Coach gang, I can't tell. But this is supposedly, supposedly someone, I don't want to put up their social media account. This is supposedly a 23-year-old male. Now, in our time, it's getting harder and harder to figure out who's who, especially with all these agendas. But apparently, this looks like a 23-year-old male with his mammy. You know what I mean? Good Lord. Son, husband extraordinaire. Now, listen, I'm not against video games. I have every video game system under the sun. And I can I don't even play the damn things. Play them like, you know, for five minutes a day. Now, the caption says, he might be 23, but he's still my baby. All I got to say is, oh, humanity. hold up. So he's, he's, I think what he's doing, as you can see there, there's the PS5. I, I'm hoping this isn't the mother. I'm hoping this is maybe a 40-year-old woman with an old younger boy. I don't know what this is. So there's the PS5. Shout out to him. He grabbed one. I grabbed one not too long ago. Spider-Man is Liddy. Harry Potter on the other way. Whew, I fall asleep playing that. But um, he's making his account and all of that stuff. And she's panning, saying he might be 23, but he's still my baby. Anybody right here, fair or foul? We'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and put a poll up. We'll go ahead and pull a poll up, right? Because you know, there's some people in here defending this shit. There's some people. All right, there's some people in here defending this. Let me see here. Uh, 23 year old boy. Well, baby, she called him 23 year old baby. We're going to put fair or foul. This is the state. This is the guys arguing with me about inflation. All right, here we go. Fair or foul. All right, there we go right there. It's going to be up over there. This is what the sun. Th these are people that are praising this shit, but come to the so-called manosphere and say we're toxic. <laughs> Right, they'd be like, "You guys are toxic." Meanwhile, they son looking like this. All right, uh, listen, I'm in, I'm on the foul side. I'll put it up there. We'll ask the community. Somebody said technical foul. How technical foul? 
I don't know, man. I'm not with this, especially for black men. This is the black man syndrome that you guys have to shake. You guys have this obsession with your mamas. This obsession with your moms is almost damn near psychological uh, uh, damaging. You know what I mean? Shout out to your moms, man. Shout out to my moms. You know what I mean? But this shit is damaging. This thing that you guys have with your mama. You don't talk about my mama. My mama. You talk about my mama. My mama. And then you like 30, 20 fighting and you trying to get killed for your mama. Then the women you want is your mama. They literally want your mama. And the women say that. You, I'm not your mama. You guys need to set, cut this, uh, cut the umbilical cord. Cut the umbilical cord for real, man. Hey, and, and love your moms. Love your moms. <laughs> okay. Your mom deserves a love. You know what I mean? But cut the umbilical cord, man. Be a man. Cuff your balls. Shout out to your madre. You know, hey, hola, mi madre. All right. Me love you, mi madre. Abuelo, abuela. You love them. But, uh, <laughs> You the real MVP, mama. All right, man, this is terrible. Oh, the humanity. It's terrible. Let's get to him. Oh, man, not the inflation conversation again. I'm going to lose viewers, but I just got to give you guys a doom and gloom report by CGA. I'm going to I'm gonna put up a doom. And, I'm going to have a little screen that I go to when I do doom and gloom. Because I, this is a follow-up from yesterday's stream. You guys don't believe it's coming, but I'm Coach Stradamus. I'm going to tell you, I'm coming. That's what he said. New York Times, U.S. on track to add $19 trillion in new debt over the next 10 years. New, new, what was I talking new, about? New what was Coach Rodamas talking about yesterday? I said in 10 years. Was I not saying this yesterday? And this luckily came across my desk yesterday, after yesterday, after the show. Here it is. U.S. on track to add $19 trillion in new debt. Over the next 10 years. New, 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 new world order. Y'all ninjas is in trouble. You, you ninjas better get your money up for real. Oh, no, no, no. Just budget. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You need the budget. I support the budget. By the way, on the money mindset, I go through a budget street. You, yeah. You better have a budget. Ah, just minimalize and track your spending and live, be, live beyond your means. Don't live behind your means. Ninja. That shit ain't. No, what? You better get a raise up in this mother sucker. <laughs> <laughs> you better get a raise talk about some budget you better find another job <laughs> hey by the way we'll be on the cbdc by that point so this is all useless i mean th th there's 19 trillion in debt forget about it guys what are you talking about 19 trillion in debt is that even possible is that even possible like i'm looking at <laughs> I'm looking at this shit and oh no, it's not Biden's fault, coach. Okay. It's during his administration. This is worse than Jimmy Carter. You think inflation is going to be curved with this 19 trillion debt? Oh my Lord. Just, I'm going to tell you. Oh, the humanity. Y'all better get Y'all better go get another job. And by the way, we'll be on CBDC. Half of you normies will be on CBDC by this point. So it's useless. It's pointless. All right. The economy is going to get blown back, blown out. All right, anyway, and if you want to further proof inflation, <laughs> let me see here. Here it is right here. Okay, yeah, the boomers. Shout out to the boomers as they exit the planet, leaving us with this damn uh, devastating economy here. The boomers. Inflation will remain, what, sticky for a decade, and Gen Z and millennials are to blame, as Investor Chief says. Yeah, um, 
what they're trying to do is pass that book to the Gen Z and the millennials. Um, I get it. Trying to pass that book. What they're trying to say is even in this situation right here, the spending habits of American young people who are supposed to be budgeting and living within their means. Yeah. Good luck with that. This is why you need another job. Because y'all be spending, spending. I met me a nice junior college Latina last night, and she was like, ooh, talking about Gucci this and Fendi that. And I was like, man, you, you, got, a, you, got, a, you got a damn happy appetite running around here being young. They don't give a damn. Social media. <laughs> Do it for the gram. But this inflation thing is going nowhere. All right. We are up 6% as of from January, uh, from December to January. We're still up 6% of the um, basically the wholesale prices of American goods up 6%. You might not think that's a lot. That's significant. That means the cost of everything. I mean, just about everything is up 6% from what it was the previous year. Okay. And, and one more thing about this, people are waiting for the prices to go down. Prices don't go down. <laughs> when are the prices going to go down coach? Well, the prices will go down. Ninja, the price don't go down. <laughs> the price stays, man. This is the real red pill tax, right? They they want the red pill and only think about women. The price don't go down. I remember when I could go get penny candy. I can't get it no more. I used to get a Snickers bar for 25 cents. Then it went up to 50 cents. Then it went up to a dollar and 29 cents. Then they start giving you the king size for $2 and 50 cents. You can't get 25 cents Snickers no more. It's the new price, <laughs> so it ain't going down. And if it does, it's going to go down a little bit, but it's not going back to the original price of 2019. So get used to it. This is not going away, as you, as I told you. And Kostradamus, trust Kostradamus. Trust me, I was pumping 89-cent gasoline when I was in the eighth grade. I ain't seen hide nor hair of 89-cent gasoline since that time, Okay. I ain't seen hide nor hair of 89 cent gasoline, petroleum, and I'll never see it again. So with that being said, when prices rise, they set a new level. Salaries increase slowly. Inflation rises fastly. Fastly, yes. Get your ass ready. Go get a job. Speaking of getting a job, who wants to be a teacher these days? Public school teacher, here you come. All right, so here's what I'm telling you. This organized effort to bring Marxism and communist ideologies to you youngins in the public school indoctrination camp. This is a teacher claiming to be a communist. Uh, what did she call herself? She's implementing a communist lunch program in her fourth grade class. Oh, well. And not only that, she's covering her face with a mask. And glasses. She's disguising herself because she knows she's despicable. There's no reason to have a mask on when you're recording in the room by yourself. But this is what these people do. But private schools are no better, coach. Okay, here we go. Let's hear about this communist lunch program that she's going to implement for her students. Are you guys ready? New, 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 new world order. Hold on. Let me get the right thing. Let me share the right tab. I see I'm missharing. I'm missharing information. All right, let's see here. Let me see. Uh, what are we doing here? What is this over here? All right, did I get it? Yeah, I got it over here. All right, this is a skit, allegedly. Is this a skit? Let's go ahead and play her. 
Hi, Miss Luna, activist teacher here again. Did she say activist teacher? Did she say activist teacher? Yep, this is what happened. You send your kids to public school, and I guarantee you this is some shit in Oakland. All right, this has got to be Northern California or Los Angeles or New 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 York. New, 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 new world order. All right, here we go. And I just wanted to share with you guys about how I am starting a new uh, communist lunch program in my classroom. So what I've been noticing is that my white privileged kids, they have much better lunches than my BIPOC students. So I wanted to make sure everything was more equitable in my class. So we started having a communist style lunch. So what I do is I ask all of the kids to. This is a skit. <laughs> Miss Luna activate. This is a skit. This is a skit. Put their lunches all together, um, every item of their lunch inside of a basket. And then at lunchtime, I distribute it all equally to them so that they can all have um, a uh, more equitable lunches. And I have this one white privileged student, and he's always complaining to me that he's getting the hummus and carrot sticks while the other kids are getting, the BIPOC kids are getting the six pack of Oreos. And I tell them, you know, even though I am doing my best to make this equitable, we also have to make up for 300 years of oppression. Yeah, man. Th th listen, I'm not going for this. I'm not going for this shit. <laughs> I'm not going for this. Look, look, the communist activist teachers, what is the communist, communist activist teacher? Holy moly. Listen, there's no way. There's no way. But we'll just go from there and leave it from there. But these are your futures. And trust me, even if it's a skit, there are teachers that we have proven to have been on this mindset. As a matter of fact, remember them two white teachers they busted that were out, out and out Marxists that were on platforms and forums that were out there telling people and saying that we're going to educate your kids. We're going to poison them and give them propaganda to sway them. And the parents could do nothing about it. And then I think it was like Project Veritas confronted them, ambushed them, and they didn't want to talk. All right, let me see here. Project Veritas. I think it was Project Veritas or something like that. I know that wasn't a skit. And they had that flat back, Kaylee. Oh, there it is. That's like their number one search thing. I think it was their number one search thing there. They had that really flat, flat back, Kaylee. Let's see here. This is what gets me. This one gets me here. Yeah, it was Sacramento. They were Antifa. Indoctrinating students. <laughs> All right, who remembers that? Uh, yeah, let me see if I can find it. Oh, no. Yeah, they ambushed. Her. I was going to see it because I want to see see that Kaylee. Oh, it was a black teacher that ambushed him. Yeah, your public school teachers right here. OK, you guys see it. You guys can't see it because I'm not sharing. I'm not doing my due diligence here. The pro Antifa teachers. Just so you know, your public. This is Sacramento. Sacramento, California. Fair, fair use. Fair use. How are you? I'm good. I am a journalist with Project Veritas. Okay. Nice to talk with you. Don't, getting... don't mind my colleague recording. We are recording. Look, these are teachers. Both of them are teachers. Look at what he got on his shirt. <laughs> he got the whole damn Russian sickle on his ish. All right. Shout out to him. But I think you're going to be more interested in what I have to say here. I don't well um i think that there's been a lot of uncomfortability in your classroom i'd like to talk with you about some of the statements you've made 
Uh, I believe you said I, you it. Know you know what, what Project Veritas is. But we're journalists. Okay. And you mentioned to one of our colleagues that you have 180 days to turn students into revolutionaries. Would you like to expound upon that? We do not consent to this filming. We do not consent to these questions. Well, you're in a public place, and I don't think parents consent to their students being, quote, turned into revolutionaries. So if you'd like to give a comment on that, those newsworthy statements you've made, uh, I think that would go a long way to resolve some concerns. My man, she's hanging, boy. She got them little, little, uh, she got a little, little tangerines hanging, no bra. New, 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 new. In the community. I would appreciate some distance. <laughs> distance. Well, Mr. Guype, if you could please just provide me commentary on, on these statements. I mean, a student voiced their uncomfortability in your classroom. With the Antifa flag. Do you recall that? Do you recall how you responded to that student? Uh, you tacitly implied they might be aligned with fascists. I mean, is this the kind of behavior in line with the mission statement of your high school? Man, them things hanging. Get it, girl. New, 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 new world <laughs> she got that sloppy yogurt going. But anyway, as you can see. <laughs> Let's get to some super chats. This is what's going on in your world and you guys don't know it, right? You guys don't see it. And because you're not on public school campuses, you're, you're not seeing the shift that is happening. And this is happening whether you like it or not. All right. Let me get to some super chats and support. Then we'll get into the power of the peace leave is coming up. A woman claims to say she discovered that she has the power of the peace leave. All right. We got a great show today. Hit the like button. Brandon Whitefield says hit the like button. Right. John Gourmet says this is the best edutainment hero on youtube best part of my day cga coach gang for life oscar says i'm salivating yeah that brother's starving okay all right emmett trill says crazy situation with the ohio state football players who just got acquitted of great thankfully they took the coach's advice and got video of consent protect your meat gentlemen protect your meat they got the video of consent and they got the charges dismissed. Unfortunately, got, they got their lives. They got their lives ruined, even by the allegation. Pete Rose, coach, it's my birthday and on my way to Tijuana. For a weekend full of debauchery, free agent lifestyle for life indeed. I need to get down to TJ one of these days. It's been a while. Delta Fox, the ninjas who don't didn't understand the interest rates last night went to the Baltimore Public School indoctrination camp. Don't suck at basic math. Shout out to the coach gang. And we say that with love, Delta Fox. Lord, they was in here mad about the money. All right, shout out to Delta Fox. John Ellison, coach, I truly appreciate you. I truly, he says, I literally listen every day. You're saving lives like mine. I'm doing big things over here because of you. Soon to join the money mindset. Thank you, John Ellison. And you've been here for a while. Soldier for God, but coach, she baptized her body count. She baptized it. Wow. Free agent lifestyle for life. Man, shout out to speaking my mind, says Tyree, Tyree, baby boy, or Tyree's baby boy, or Tyree, baby boy. Okay. Now, you know, I mean, they're pushing the age of adulthood way too high. <laughs> like it's too high. And they'll use the, well, the brain's not fully developed until 25. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But come on, man. 
Gunslinger says, I almost rolled over a brand new 2023 Freightliner truck over sniggling at your peacely blunt gordita chart. Some people can't be saved. Men, work on your health, stack your paper, and always, always hold the line. Thank you, brother. <laughs> hey, somebody suggested to make mothers of brothers understand. We had to put it in peace leave and blunts and gorditas and fat chicks. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, if you have five fat white girls today, tomorrow you have 2.2. That's called inflation. <laughs> we was in here. If you have two blunts, tomorrow you have one blunt. All right. Do you get it? You get it now. All right. So <laughs> some brains never fully develop. I agree. Uh, CJ Jacques doubles up. He says inflation is a permanent tax. Inflation is a permanent tax. And, and absolutely. But you guys are so un American. There were people who fought. And through tea and harbor because of excessive taxation. You got to do your history on this one. But it was almost criminal to be taxed and double tax or triple taxation. But unfortunately, you morons that went to the Baltimore public school system. Private schools, just as bad as public, are getting taxed by up the yin yang and nobody's saying anything. I mean, we getting torn up on tax. Inflation is a tax. You know what I mean? It's a hidden tax. It's a tax. And then you have a bachelor's tax. Absolutely. When married people get a little bit of extra benefit, that, that's going to be a bachelor's tax. Then you pay sales tax on top of state income tax, on top of football stadium tax, on top of visitor tourism tax, on top of <laughs> on top of income tax, on top of on top of booty tax, on top of booty. But y'all some ignoramuses, you know, the idiocracy. And I, I I'm only saying this with love. You ninjas was fighting me over inflation yesterday. Oh, my Lord. I tell you, man, you guys better do your homework. They be taxing y'all on every goddamn thing. It's actually out of control now. Sales tax, state tax, no state tax, <laughs> mouth breathing tax, knuckle dragging tax. All right, anyway. You ever check out of a hotel room and see all the goddamn taxes they put on your damn bill? You'd be like, oh, what? look at this. $129 a night. You check out four nights. You expecting the bill to be like $800. Bucks. The shit be like $1,100. Bucks. Hold on. Mm. <laughs> what in the hell is all of this? No, well, that's, that's, that's not a tax. That's a fee. <laughs> mm. That's a fee. That's not a tax. Actually, it was ordinance of the state. If you're local, you don't have to pay it. If you're not, you're paying it. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, anyway. Where are we at here? Let's tax your ass. All right, uh, ladies love cool C says monogamy should be uh, called um, phonography. Monogamy should be called phonography because most couples pretend that they are in successful relationships with one person their entire lives. Man, good Lord. The pretending of monogamy is actually humorous. It's 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 funny to me, but we're gonna break it down. I know you guys want it. Where we at? Shout out to Juan Primeras. Kobe wanted Kobe wanted it for free. Shaq put him on payroll, and we don't know for sure if Shaq put it on payroll. It was a it was Kobe snitched that Shaq put it on payroll. I don't want to put it out there, so I'll say allegedly. 
although I know some inside information, but I'm just going to say allegedly. Y'all going to realize that there's a concubine tax out here. Okay. Concubines are on the payroll. Where are we at here, Chris? Shout out to you. Thank you for your cash app. We're going to get over and sniggle over to Venmo and then PayPal and get back to the show. Guys, putting them on payroll will get your ass out of trouble. I know I should get women for free, coach. All right. And then just y'all want to get everything for free. These hoes, I mean, sorry, these women cost money. Women aren't free. They're actually more expensive than we are. Not, not worth more than us, but they're expensive. Anyway, shout out to Adolph Caesar says, just paying my hood tax. There's hood tax. There is a hood tax. And you'll find out, start a business in the hood without letting the gang bangers know. Roll up in any hood, start a business, put the brick and mortar shit up. Be like, I ain't got to check in with nobody. I bet you you'll pay their ass a tax. You better check in. Yeah. The mob has a tax for businesses. Uh, black people, have, he said the block tax. Yeah. You're going to have, you're going to have to, they're going to take them taxes, ninja. You ain't just going to set up no shop on a corner. That's my corner. And challenge them. Tell them it ain't they corner. Okay. <laughs> this ain't your corner. Like go into your, set up your cleaners like George Jefferson. Be like on the cleaner so set up it right up on the corner, right up on the block. Put your shit up. Put your sign up. And they come in, uh, did you check in? You're like, man, I ain't got to check in. This ain't your corner. You don't own this. Okay. Mm. Next day you show up. <laughs> Next day you show up to your cleaners, your shit going to be busted up. Hood tax. Yep. The triad will come over. Everybody will come over. You're going to have to pay everybody's ass off. But y'all don't want to, y'all don't want to, y'all don't want to listen. Y'all think, oh, I'm going to do it right. Okay. Shout out to Faith in the building. Every, he says, even sunflower seeds coach used to be 50 cents or two for $1. Now it's 79 cents or two from for uh, $1.19. Oh, the humanity. Everything oh, goes up. Humanity. Prices always go up. And the big deal, prices going up is fine. But incomes do not go up as steady as the prices at the rate prices go up incomes tend to stagnate and that's where you create the problem that's the problem between the people then you have to have your wife go out and work then you have to pick up a second job you see that's kind of how we're that's the state we're in now and this also has to do with relationships because to be honest being single costs you more there's an article that i read that uh they were saying sing being single can increase your uh, cost by $10,000. Yeah, I know, dude, have your budget. But being single increase your cost by $10,000 per year, which is significant. Let's say if you make 50,000, that's significant, but if you're if it increases your cost by $10,000, right? And so if you're trying to get people to get into relationships, but they're born in a time unfortunately for millennials and Gen Z where home buying is going to be damn near impossible, right? I mean, they're priced out and their incomes, I don't care how much they make, they're still priced out, right? It's still just a dream. So with that being said, they're going into a point where getting to a relationship doesn't make sense, even though it's more expensive to be single, because merging you two's income comes with too many damn problems, right? So it's a problem that these inflation problems is going to cause relationship problems. It's also going to cause divorce problems, okay? Somebody say a how. 
I mean, if you don't have somebody cooking for you, you need to cook. You need to have meals plan planned. If you work in 12 hours a day, eight, nine, 10 hours a day commuting, commuting. I mean, it costs more money to be single. Absolutely. All right. So anyway, Mr. Ant, the great, and yes, women don't cook. So what's the point of having them? That's a whole nother conversation. All right, ladies, ladies, are you here? What is, we're going to get into this. What is the point of having you? All right, that's going to be the question you're going to have to ask because it, it, monogamy makes no sense on my end. I know I've been on the dark side for too much, for way too long. Monogamy sounds absolutely stupid at this point. Like, what and why? Why? Man, please. All right, shout out to Mr. Ant the Great says, shout out to not knowing basic economic ninjas who think 100K will be the same or have the same buying power in five years. And to the ones who keep pushing to keep up with inflation and surpass it. I'm in the latter and will be in rare company of those uh, who strive to thrive. Let's get on our grind. Shout out to you. Thank you, Mr. Ant the Great. Yeah, man. Not even next year will 100K be worth 100K buying power. Not even next year. 10 years, we're going to be in trouble. All right. Um. Anyway, I'm, we're going to have to hammer that point home for some dudes. Or guess what? Give up. All right, give up. Shout out to, uh, we're going to call you Sammy. He says, Coach, I would like to get a shout out to the regular contributors of the show. Thanks to them, your message is able to be heard daily. Indeed. Also, did you see ex-British boxer David Hay has two Kayleys who are sharing him. He says, you have been saying it for years. The future is polyamory. Coach Stradamus strikes again. Free agent lifestyle for life. Shout out to Sam Prince for recognizing real. If you are a, and this is what Kevin Samuels, I don't know, why am I saying his name so much? Maybe, was it, has it been a year yet? He was even saying this high value man. He was the one who kind of cornered the market of that phrase. He didn't create it, but he, he was the person that, that was pushing it. With that being said, Higher value men will be able to exercise their options. Uh, there's no argument about that. If a guy decides to stay faithful for his own reasoning, fine with me. But polyamory and single is the future. And also celibates are the future. Women who are going to sell themselves, monetize women. That is the future. For monogamy is going to be poor people. Poor people. <laughs> Oh, it was Cinco de Mayo. Oh, so we got a couple more months. Kaylin says, Coach, thanks for the recommendation of the Stepford wife. I might take that into consideration one day. Well, you can buy one. Yes, they're expensive, though. They're expensive. All right, last one, Rusted Junk. What did you say? He says, the black community, oh, the black commie teacher is the reason why I never date or even share a shred of my wealth with Sisters, wow, the political peace leave has been stretched out like an old rubber band by the Democratic Party. Call me a sellout if you want, but I don't believe in taking continual sips of poison to virtue signal the black cause. He says the cause is now moat or mute or moot. It's a moot. Yeah, it's moot. Oh, man, the cause is going to be difficult, man. Shout out to everybody trying to keep the community out together. I, I feel for you. I feel for you. Your intentions are pure. All right. But I, I feel your pain. It's almost like hurting kittens at this particular point. 
with that being said, let's get back to the show. We don't want to offend those who are down for the cause. Speaking of the power of peace leave, here's a young flatback woman who's somewhat probably going to hit the wall, the, vi the, the physical wall pretty soon here. She's still operating in these streets. In these streets. Now, here it is again. We're, we're going to talk about monogamy, but we're always, when I talk about monogamy as a myth, women that want to come to this show and men who want to cape for women who come to this show, they're automatically thinking of, that I'm going to say something like, men should be non-monogamous, right? You think I'm going to say that, but I'm going to lead you into this. Women start off non-monogamous. They start, they're the ones who start the non-monogamy. And then eventually when they're done with the non-monogamy, they want you to get monogamous. Then they want to push monogamy. Now, if you track back they whole goddamn whole facts, they've been out here in these streets getting railed. In these streets. Sharing men and have a roster of men that have cheated on her. So she has the evidence of non-monogamy. She hasn't been able to secure a guy yet. And she has a roster of 30 to 60 men that she's been riding the carousel on and going to be claiming to be monogamous. She's going to want you to give up right when you're getting better. She's going to say what? She's going to say, and that's you. And she's going to say, we want the good guys. And then she's going to want you now that you're stable, you have a house. You just now you putting, you putting fresh peace leave on your finger. You getting chosen on. And she's like, I want to settle down. You be monogamous. So you're like, well, I'm a high value man. I have options. I mean, I had the same options you had the last 15 years. Now I have the same options. You have less options. I have more. Now you want me to be monogamous. See, it is the women that start off non-monogamous. And this woman's going to state that right here. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and find out. She done cut her hair off already. So automatically a feminist in my mind. Should you cut your hair lower than shoulder length? I mean, higher than shoulder length, and you're a white woman or a Latina with this stringy ass hair. You're a feminist. All right. We already, there's no if, ands, about it. There's no if, ands, and buts about it. But let's continue with this wannabe ass uh, 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 Jennifer Aniston. Here we go. Wait, let's, let's get it. Let's, let's, let's do this. Sorry, man. I have to, I have to always toggle the audio. Here we go. Power of the pussy. Once you discover this for yourself and use it, it is mind blowingly amazing and fun. All you got to do is call him up and say, hey, and he will drop whatever it is that he is doing. Be here in five minutes and that's pussy power. This this woman going to have cats all her life, the rest of her life. Yeah, she's been ridden hard and road wet. I don't even know. The, what in the hell is she talking? Ma'am, you should be pushing them chips in. But she at 30 talking about, I got the power of the peace leave. Yes, over dudes that ain't going to do nothing but, but blow your back out and skedaddle. You're not about to lock nobody down. Now, after she, after the next 10 years, she's going to be saying this. I mean, I, this might be her. This might be her on the screen. They look damn near identical. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older. 
um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you. So, so this woman, you guys heard what she said. She said she discovered the power of the P and she's doing this not with one guy, not being monogamous. She's saying, I'm enjoying this. In other words, <laughs> now then she's going to be like, and that's you. I want monogamy. Later on, she's going to be singing a different tune. Let's hear this shit again and break it down. Okay. Women start the non-monogamous behavior. Yes, they do. Here we go. The power of the pussy. Once you discover this for yourself and use it, it is mind-blowingly amazing and fun. Yep, yep, yep. There it is. There it is. It's fun. It's amazing. And yes, I will fold her ass up. I will fold her up. I, it's not that I wouldn't hit, but you don't have no power to secure the relationship because I have a lot more power than you. Yes, you have a power, but now you're going to want to select from the men who have higher value. What happened to all the good men? What happened? That's what she's going to be singing later on. She's going to want you to be monogamous. Yes, she is. She's going to be like, and that's you. why can't men stay faithful? And she out here riding. She out here getting ridden. She out here. She's the nail. He's the hammer. She out here getting smashed. All you got to do is call him up and say, hey, and he will drop whatever it is that he is doing. Be here in five minutes and that's pussy power. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow hey listen hey listen first of all she's right if she called me up and was like come over and hit this she getting hit and that's what i'm gonna be doing i'm gonna bust a nut get up and put on my white ewings i'm out the dough all she might get is a rubber on the flow because i'm ready to hit the road like mario andretti chick because i'm steady mobbing I'm going to be steady mobbing right up out of there. <laughs> but here you got, this is the, this is what you got. You got her haircut. You got arm tattoos. You got nose ring. She's a walking red flag. She's not relationship material. She's concubine material at best. She's concubine material. And that, that doesn't mean she's a 304. Concubines can be a good supportive woman. She could just be your woman right on the side and she plays her role. I always tell you what concubines are. People think they're whore, whores or harlots. They're, they're not so. I always tell you that. I actually have a video out on that. They're not. She's concubine material. That's not. She's not marriage material. But in her mind, she's going to be marriage material when she's ready to put that power to peace leave to you. Now, let me show you what she's going to be doing when you get married. Okay? Same woman. Same woman. Once you marry her, this is what she's going to do. Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch. Okay? I'm a little bloated. She going to turn that power to peace leave and leverage it over you in a marriage. That's what they do. Guys, these are short-minded thinking people. And I'm glad she put the video out. And one of the things we really have to praise is now women are doing their job. They're doing our jobs. They're giving us all the material. This was a difficult thing to do prior to 2020. Okay. We had to do all of this material with the old red pill talking points and stretch that shit out for three hours. Now we, there's no more talking points. They are the talking points. Ladies, mm. They are the talking points. You're giving it to us. You're giving us the material. 
and the comments are roasting her. The car, by the way, the comments are roasting this woman, just so you know. And I normally don't look at comments, especially on my posts, but this is her page, I believe. She's getting throttled. She's getting ratioed. A guy says, this means she has nothing to offer. And then this guy says, and when she finds a woman, wait, when she when he finds a woman who has a lot more to offer than just a kitty, you'll be offering it to someone else, a.k.a. non-monogamous, continuing to be used for just your kitty. This one, the definite, oh, this looks like a guy, the definition of toxic femininity. This, this woman says, no, this is not power. This is narcissistic control. This is from a woman. Power is love, which I don't know. What's in here. Love seeks to protect and nourish and respect and cherish. She said that. A guy says this. That's what I love about being older. The power of the peace leave is greatly diminished. And the power of peace, quiet, and money is way more powerful. Now, that guy sounds like a free agent. That guy sounds like a free agent. By the way, the free agent lifestyle, y'all need to start hashtagging it because they be taking my talking points. Look. When men get older, this is the one mistake that women make with men. I mean, ladies, are, are you listening? And I, I, I cringe to help you understand this because you won't understand. Once a man gets about 38 years old, his testosterone naturally decreases, meaning he's going to be less dumb and full of cum. He's still going to want to smash, but other things are going to take priority. Like just ringing his ass in like you used to when he was 28 is going to be a little different. So you can't use the same trickery and play coochie games with a guy 38. Now, when he gets to 43, 44, 45, coochie games are done for most men except for simps. And when they start playing coochie games with you, like, this is what happens. You're 40-something as a male. You go on Tinder, and the women in your age cohort, they're playing coochie games with you, and you're shaking your head like, like, ma'am. And they still trying to be like, he needs to reach out to me. He needs to ask, and he needs to do this, and he needs to message me, and he doesn't do. They still playing coochie games. And you're like, and then they get together. Why aren't the coochie games working? And then this woman hits her. And if he loves you, he's going to understand it. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie games not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. I always say, if you want the guy you want, get him before he hits 26. 26. After that, the, your, your leverage is dying. Coochie games are going to work for men who you ultimately do not want. That's the problem. Yes, he'll come over and smash that stank box, but there's no power. He, you, you're not going to reel nothing out of him because he actually knows there's more life to life. I hope he does than Coochie. Doesn't mean he's not going to want any, but he's not going to trade his life anymore for it. A 26, a guy 26 and below will trade his entire life for the holy piece of peace leave. Above that, it starts to diminish. Once you get mid-40s, you like, man, just come over here and let me piss on you. I don't care. Like, you know, I'm pee, I'll pee on you. I'll, I'll ski. What, 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 what you want? Then when you're done with it, just, just get out of here. <laughs> what you want? Go. Here's a card. Go have that. Come back in three days. Bring my car back in three days. Get out. 
And you talking about 40-year-old woman? Yeah, I'm looking at a 40-year-old woman like, oh, my God, ma'am. I'm Dude, leave your door unlocked. Be in the bed naked when I get there. <laughs> hey, lady, if you're over 40, this is how this is going to work. I'm coming to your crib. When I come there, have the door unlocked. I'll open my. I'll open the door. I'll lock it back up. I'll walk upstairs or I'll go to your bedroom. Be in the bed naked. As soon as I get there, I'm going to push and shove for about 20 minutes. Once I finish, I'm going to go wash myself off in the sink. And then once I'm done with that, I'm going to leave. And I'm going to might, I might kiss you on the forehead. Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> when are you going to take me out? Never. Let me take you out. <laughs> All right. And go back down and lock the door. You know what I mean? I'll see you next time. That's about it. Like what they trying to leverage off of. Why don't you want to settle down? Don't you think playing games at your age is. <laughs> All right. Somebody said graphic. Gra Why are you virgin ear people coming over here talking about graphic? When you listen to Yin Yang Twins, Little John, you be all to the window. Do you go in nightclubs and say graphic when they play to the window, to the wall? You be like, till sweat drop down my balls. You be singing it. Skeet, 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 skeet. You want to come on my show? Wow, that's kind of graphic. Mm. You, in the, you in your car listening to Freak a Leak. Talk about Freak a Leak all day long. You listening to Milkshake Brings My Boys to the Yard. You listening to all of that. My neck, my back, my peace leave, and my crack. And then you want to come on my show with virgin ears. Stop it. Stop the bullshit. We're not going to play kitty games. If you're a kid, get off the show. <laughs> they be listening to WAP. All right. This wet ass peace leave. You listen to WAP all day long with your kids in the back car seat. You want to come over here with your damn Puritan values all of a sudden. Stop it. Mm. We don't play kitty games. If you can't handle it, get out. <laughs> man, I can't stand people, man. This is an adult show. Because what they do is they trying to bring me back. Oh, well, I was with you until you got graphic. Man, pull up your damn playlist right now. You listening to the most nastiest shit. Right now on your playlist, and you want to come over here and interrupt my show with your puritanism. <laughs> we do it, man. I cannot stand it, man. Like you acting like acting like I'm over here overstepping the boundaries of YouTube, and they they have a whole rap channel with the N word and every cuss word up until God. And you want to come over here like they're using profanity over there. This is a vulgar episode. I'm done with people. I can't stand normies. I can't stand you normies. You want me? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, YouTube got prawn on it. If you look it up, they got a whole piece lead right there in the thumbnail for Asian chicks. I don't know how I found it, but I found it. And you want to come here, him using graphic content. Mm. Let me let me get back to these super chat. Oh, am I done? I'm not done yet. I got more to the show. All right, don't, don't do this. They're trying to find a way to discredit you somehow. All right, but I don't play that. All right, you, you're choosing to watch this content. I'll remind you once again. You're choosing to watch this. Go watch somebody else's channel. If you don't want to watch it, I'm not begging you to be here. All right, here we go right here. 
We got this woman right here. Again, again, the, the women start the non-monogamy. Women start non-monogamy, and we have a phrase for this, which is a talking point. We say women are never single. Women are never single. Now, here's a young flatback uh, Lean Lean. Shout out to her. And she's going to talk about how she dates until she finds the right man. Let's play it. Talking to two guys right now. More than two. Five men at the moment. Only five. Only five. Only five. I, you, you have to have a roster. Like, that's how it is. So are women even wifeable at this point? Yes, I'm very wifeable. So how's a guy expect to wife you if... While he's talking to you, you're talking to four other dudes. Well, I don't want to be wife by any of the men I'm talking to. So you're talking to five dudes at one time for what? For fun. <laughs> for the attention. No, I don't sleep around like that. <laughs> <You're t> <laughs> yes, gentlemen. See, listen. Oh, that's nasty. Thank God for social media. For some reason, this attention drug, they want to tell all. And they keep walking right into our trap. They keep walking. Not all women, coach. Oh, yes, all of them are talking to multiple men. When they ask you, are you talking to anyone else? They're surely talking to other men. We call this the beta male orbit. Now, in her defense, she's trying to insinuate that the five guys she's talking to, she's not sleeping with. However, under the definition of monogamy, that doesn't qualify as a monogamous person. She's exercising her options since she has more options at her age. And she's keeping these guys around trying to wait, and, and trust me, she's fornicating with many of them. She's just not talking to them. Some of them are falling for it and just playing the long game. She's giving a couple of them. She's dropping neck on a couple of them, yes. It's barbecue in there. But then she's going to turn around and say, wife me up. What happened? Where did all the men So go? you show up. I always assume when you show up and talk to a woman, somebody's already discovered her, <laughs> right? She's already been discovered. She's already been touched and defiled. Okay, and she currently has a guy that probably is stalking her in many ways that he's probably going to start stalking you once you start talking to her. Mm. Yeah, he's going to turn his attention to you because he thinks that's his girl. Nope. But here we go. Women start the non-monogamy. It's a myth. They're not monogamous. They will have multiple men serving multiple different purposes. And the definition of monogamy that does not qualify as bringing two together in order to create the holy trinity between God, you, and your spouse or your partner. Now, if she later on turns it into an exclusive relationship, she's never really been monogamous. And she's going to attempt monogamy for a financial gain or a social gain, which is the marriage. She's going to say, I'll attempt it. And then when she's done attempting it, attempting it, she's going to do what? Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. <laughs> I believe the dude should be tied up in these streets. You see? Now, it's innocent. It's innocently said. It's cute. She's laughing. <laughs> to be honest, I can assume that she was in these streets before he married her. Then he married her. She's not in these streets, but that peace leave itching. And she's going to be like, oh, first chance I get. I'm going to be back in these streets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. First chance I get in these streets. I'm going to be right back. Right. So this is how they operate. And so when we get these ideas of non-monogamy or monogamy is a myth, we first must understand it is the women that are non-monogamous first because they're the ones exercising their options first. 
And then once we get up there or we get the relationship, we start exercising our options because we get bored and they get bored. It gets lazy. We, you get lazy. She gets lazy. Then you have a little bit more money. You start exercising your options. And then guess what? Men are cheaters. Ma'am. Are there any ladies here? Are there any ladies? I'm going to prove to you right now. I, as, if, as if I wasn't proving it to you yet. I'm going to prove that there's no monogamy. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? For the thousands of attendants and the millions watching CGA. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm going to tell you right now. You. Ladies that have been in relationships multiple times, has any of these men ever cheated on you? Have you ever had, like, you've, you not have, you've been in more than one relationship. Have any of these men ever cheated? Probably all of them have cheated. You're probably going to say, all of them were cheaters, they're dogs. If, in fact, many of them have cheated, a few of them have cheated, how was their monogamy? How how would you how would you believe how would you believe like I'm I'm helping you out? How would you believe? Yep, seven is there and said, yes, so did I. So how is their monogamy if either one of you have cheated? Hmm? Yeah, forget all that. Let's get to the last one. All right, let's get to the last one. I, I I'm I'm tired of dealing with these normies. You've got cheated on several times, yet there's poss there's a possibility of monogamy. Oh, okay. All right. I think it's a foolish pursuit. But if there is a benefit, a significant benefit, I would encourage it. And I'll we can get to that later. All right, because I will encourage it under certain, certain circumstances. Okay, here we go. Speaking of the power of the peace leave, this is this segment. Here's what happened to a guy who got older and he got him a sugar baby or a so-called call girl, according to the family. And she she uh, conned the family or the, the sugar daddy, if you will, of four million pounds before he died. So she got in right. Right before and the family's mad. There she is right there. An old sugar baby at best. But listen, they do have a market for old worn out sugar babies. Because men in their 70s and 60s, a.k.a. this guy, you know, he's not going to go to 20-year-olds per se unless he's at the island of Epstein. And uh, she got the house and the car and all of that shit. And the family said, nope. All right. So she's 44. She's being accused of being a call girl by her late lover's brother. All right. Let's read it here. A wealth war. The family of a genius city banker has sued his young lover, his younger lover, the family of a genius city banker has sued his young lover claiming she was a call girl and count them out of 4 million pounds. Danny Triel, Triel, I don't know how to pronounce that, who made his 18 million pound fortune with Goldman Sachs. Yeah, but y'all ninjas ain't trying to get no more money. I'm telling you, they be getting money out here before becoming the UK's best paid charity boss died in 2019. What happened? He was in these streets during his 12 years at the charity. The Wellcome Trust. He grew assets from $12.3 billion to $20 billion or pounds and allowed it to double the amount it donated a year to more than 1 billion pounds. Well, let's get to the story. Who cares about all that? 
Well, he attended Oxford University alongside Prime Minister Boris Johnson. And he suffered from motor neuron disease and multiple sclerosis, ultimately resulting in his death at age 55. Or we should say, now $4 million or 4 million pounds of his estate is in the center of a bitter legal battle between his brother, Eddie, and his Polish lover, Natasha. We'll call her Natasha. Former nightclub owner, Natasha. Now, uh, I guess he was nine years younger than uh, Danny, was giving his interest in a flat in South London or West End, as well as two million pounds in cash and $1.3 million from his bank account in seven years before his death. Wow. Damn, Natasha. Natasha got paid the power of the peace leave. My goodness. New, 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 new world order. Flatbacks be cashing in. She's a nightclub owner. She's smart. She played the long game. But the brothers, Eddie, through their lawyers, described her as a damn call girl, a sugar baby, an escort, who influenced his brother to hand over large sums. He also alleged, is alleged that she used her nightclub business as a front to extract money from the multimillionaire. For her part, Natasha denies the allegations and says she was in a loving relationship with Danny for 14 years. Let's do the math. She's 44. All right, so bringing it back, she was 30 years old riding that train. She was out there 30 years old. She looked like a call girl, by the way, but I, that's neither here nor there. All right, what else? And it says right here, her, her barrister, her attorney, pointed to the fact that he referred to her as his partner independent in his will. All right, so it, hey, it is what it is. There she, oh my goodness, the Botox is going crazy. I mean, the Botox is going crazy. She looked like she wearing a plastic mask. All right, shout out to her. Hey, for what it's worth, the power to peace leave is real. The guy paid a handsome sum to keep that one girl around. Monogamy is possible. Mm. Only if you're getting paid. All right, let's get the super chats going. Let me check on in on that. Then we got two more subject matters, and we're going to get into them. One more subject matter than the main event. He said the World Economic Forum. Surprise, surprise. Yes, indeed. New, 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 new world order. Hey, I say she got it. Somebody said she got it legit. She was on the payroll. She got it legitimately. If if he mentioned her in the will, now I don't know, man. You know, maybe she finessed the will. I have no idea. Women will sleep with life insurance agents to get that life insurance. You know, there's people that will do that. So I don't know. But I think she got it fair and square, in my, in my opinion, and the family just mad. Hey, one, one more indicator. The family mad. Look. Here's the thing. You ninjas will work all day long, night and day, day and night. You will raise up and hustle, grind. You will leave people instructions with your money to pass on your legacy. As soon as you dead, they in there fighting over your money. They ain't even letting you rest in peace. They ain't even letting you rest in peace. They don't care about you. They do not care about you. People do not care about you. They just want to see you dead and take your money. They will kick your ass in the grave, throw the dirt, maybe put you in a decent pine box, had an undertaker kick, kick. <laughs> guess what? And then they all fight them over your money. This is absolutely crazy, man. They don't be caring about men out here, man. They don't care shit about men. 
All right, anyway. Where are we at here? Don't leave nobody no money. That's my damn home thing. Don't leave nobody shit. This is Verna. He says, was just listening to the blue chip mindset from yesterday. X taking my daughter deeper through the MO mental health grinder claiming that she has tried to hurt herself over friendships, shaking my head. And that is a tactic. Mr. Verna or Miss Verna, I'm not sure. Uh, the 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 daughter in the mental health grinder is a tactic, although you do want to care for your daughter. Unfortunately, the traps being laid there ultimately is something that you cannot control. So I advise that you step to the side. OK, on that one. OK, step to the side. I would not, you know, if you if, if they want you to go. To, but the, here's the here's why I tell you to step to the side. <laughs> Somebody say R.I.P. Ninja. This is why I tell you to step to the side on that one, because. Hey, number one, number one on this one. You can't win. And everybody knows it. Mental health is such a, um, what do you call it? It's, it's one of those phrases that um, people will use as a means to, you know, you can't, you can't press further. You can't press further. You can't say, um, you can't say, no, you don't have no issues. You can't do that. Right? Even a psychologist will tell you it's better to err on the side of caution. It's better to err on the side of caution than to challenge it, right? Because if you challenge them, ultimately they're holding they're holding the razor blade to their wrist. Oh, you think I won't do it? And so every every professional will tell you step to the side and allow the kid to be a kid and have their voice, right? So eventually they're going to accuse you of not allowing the kid to have their voice, which is part of the agenda as well. But in between the daughter and you, in between the daughter and you, always in this one, unfortunately is the mother-in-law, or sorry, the mother. The mother's in between you and the daughter. And now that the, if your marriage has gone off the rails or your ex-wife has not been able to financially or or psychologically, psychologically recover from the divorce, right? Between your daughter and the referee who is the mental health professionals is the baby mother, okay? And oftentimes the baby mother is using this as leverage. Because this is an opportunity, not saying that your daughter doesn't have issues. It's the fact that the mother's going to use this as an extra, extra piece of leverage. All right. And in order to get your, your daughter at that point, what, what's going to happen is I'm going to tell you what they're going to do. All right. I've seen this so many times. She's going to pull the daughter to her closer. And and then you got to go over the mother. You got to go over the mother now to get to the daughter. Okay. Mm. You got to go to the mother to get to the daughter. The mother will no longer allow you to have, even though legally you should have access, she's not going to allow access between you to the daughter. Why? Right? Because she's hurting and potentially it could be your fault, friend's fault. Nobody's going to know whose fault it is until the daughter gets counseling. Then it might, then we might be able to figure that out. Then they might put the, they might put the daughter on medication, the counselor, the therapist. Once that happens, I tell you to retreat. Just back away. All right. Once the kid's on medication, the kid's no longer sober, and the baby mother is in between you and the kid, and now the counselor and the therapist is medicating your 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 child. This could be your son too. There's nothing you can do, guys. Step back. Step back. Even if you get yourself involved in it, there's nothing that's going to come out of it. Uh, more than often, you're gonna you're gonna be the one that's gonna take the L ultimately. Okay. You're going to take the L ultimately. Now, if when you fall back, they're going to blame you for falling back. So, guys, it's a let me play this again. You can't win. 
You're in a no-win. You're in a no-win. If you go forward and press, you're going to get blamed. If you fall back, you're going to get blamed. You won't be able to... You won't be able to win this battle. This battle is the ultimate progressive movement agenda that you can't win. There's no wins yet. <laughs> There's no wins yet. There's no wins yet. And, and if anyone, yeah, you're in a catch-22. You're in the ultimate catch-22. If you do have a win in this one, please share it in the comment section. I mean, because what you're going to do, you're going to eventually spend either a lot of time and money on joint therapy, solo therapy for the kid, solo therapy for you, so uh, therapy. The mother's going to have direct line of communication with the therapist. Her influence is going to be greater than yours. I mean, you're done. You're done. All right, so I tell you, back off. That's, that's my advice on it. Just back off, retreat, and wait to see what happens because there's nothing you can do in this situation. I mean, other than sit there and, 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 and take the time to uh, figure it out because there's no healing. The, the daughter's not recovering anytime soon. She's going to have to grow out of it and find her own way and hopefully not under the influence of the mother. But now the mother sees this as an opportunity. She's going to keep the influence and the direct line of communication between the therapist and the daughter. There's going to be a triangle. There's kind of a triangulation and you're on the outside of the triangle. Mm. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I'm telling, and it's a money pit. You're going to spend money. Just wait for the receipt. Just wait, just wait for the receipt and pay half or whatever is due. But you ain't solving this problem. You're, you're not, this mental health is too much of a buzzword for them to take the side that you have. Your side is going to be like, hey man, I know my daughter I actually played a clip of a guy in that situation. And he said, I know my daughter what, what the mom is saying about her is not true. But the mom says, no, she's hurting and you're hurting her. Guys, what, what are you going to do? Just wait for the receipt. How much, are, how much do we owe? I'll pay it. Mm. <laughs> um, you're not winning on this one, guys. So uh, shout out to this guy for saying this. And a lot of us are dealing with this. And some of us don't know, but you're going to deal with this eventually. And you have no control. Just don't think you're going to control this situation. Men like to be under control of their family and their kids and other situation. When the mental health is thrown in there, forget it. Just back, just retreat and wait for the receipt. And hopefully your daughter's good. And then hopefully she grows out of it. And then maybe you can see her in two years, five, 10, 15, whatever, however long it takes. Take the hit, keep it moving because you can't you can't slow your shit down because you can't be slowing that shit down. You got to go do what you're supposed to do out here. All right. Anyway, and if you anybody thinks they have an alternative solution other than having a kumbaya every day with the between the mother and the daughter and thinking that's going to solve the problems because it's not. If you have another solution, please offer it up. But do, please be realistic. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah, man, this is this is this is a. By the way, this is an organized effort to further disenfranchise families. And new, 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 new and order. last point, this is the new restraining order. Okay, restraining orders were used between the the spouses or the baby mama and the baby dad, but this is the new restraining order, which is going to be the mental health of the child. 
it's the easiest way to take the child from one parent and push it onto the other by claiming mental health, even if it's not associated with you, but it better to associate it with you. It's easy to get the kid over to one side of the family because truth be told, you can't argue your way out of it. I'm giving y'all a real game. You can't argue your way out of it. You could just show up and be like, if you say you don't believe it, you're wrong. They're going to crucify you. You be like, she ain't got no problems. Okay. You're crucified because there's going to be somebody who has letters behind their name that's going to say the kid has a problem. So you're screwed there. Then if you say, okay, I acknowledge the problem, just write a check. Get the checkbook out. Because <laughs> you're going to be paying for medication, counseling sessions. You're going to be paying at least half of it, if not all of it. Medication, counseling sessions until it's figured out. And then hopefully the worst case scenario is your daughter does something to herself, right? That would be the worst case scenario because then, I mean, I won't even, I won't even, you would have to cross that bridge when we, we cross that bridge if that ever gets to that. Then it's going to be hell on you. <laughs> you are never going to be seen as anything positive because now some, the daughter's harmed herself. You're really done. All right, so pay the check. Best, best thing is to back off. All right, anyway. All right, so anyway, shout out to Daniel McGee. Thanks, coach, for this info. Exactly what I needed. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. Abel returns to Eden and says single is best. Monk mode is best. Everybody should have a monk mode, period, in their life. No kids, no dating, no fornication. All right, he's really a monk. He says, I've always seen to have enough money. He says, report is wrong and biased at for me. All right, I'm not sure what that part is, but the... Um, oh, is that the report on being single is more expensive? All right, I believe that. Marriage costs is divorce, peace, quiet, and freedom tax. Always worth paying. Indeed, indeed, always worth paying. I'll pay the extra money to be single. Shout out to Plain Eddie. Thank you for being here and reporting for duty. All right, and uh, no dating apps. Yes, man, you got to get to a point where those things like dating apps, dating is like, it's like going to play kickball, you know what I mean, where you wouldn't even take it seriously. But I'm telling men, if you're taking dating app women seriously, women at bars and clubs seriously, skeezers at your school seriously, romance seriously, love, if you're taking all of those things seriously and they're hurting you in some sort of a way or you're they're making your pockets a little bit tight, you need to take a monk mode period. Stop everything you're doing. You got to stop everything you're doing. Now, once you get leverage and options, all of that shit seems like goofball shit. Like dating apps seem goofy. You wouldn't take any of those hoes over there seriously. Not even the good women over there. You wouldn't take Instagram models seriously. You wouldn't take people trying to say, oh, I'm marriage material. You wouldn't take them seriously. What you would say is prove it. You take it, prove it, prove it. And ultimately, you give them four weeks tops. Four weeks tops, them people will reveal themselves. The max will come right off. It won't take long. It used to take six months. Okay? It used to take six months and one day before the mask would fall off. They would be good for six months sitting up there with their hands like this, talking to you, crossing their legs, wearing their little, little traditional dress, titties all packed in. They got their little shawl over their titties. Oh, well, previous night, she was at the nightclub, titties all out, everything, booty out. She taking pictures, booty out. All right. 
they can't hold they can't hold water. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden you will see you're like, oh, you just uh, you just uh, yeah, mask comes off. Mm. Yep, they be having their glasses on, hair tied back in a nice little messy bun or a ponytail. Yeah, man, please. Four weeks tops, <laughs> right? Four weeks tops. They be back there revealing themselves. Mask them fell off. Shout out to Bryn Air. People are monogamous to their cell phones. Damn. To their cell phones. All right. Jay Flo says prayers for Ohio and America. Coach gang strong. We got a lot of things going on. Florida's going on. Did you hear about Turkey? 40,000 40, people lost their lives in the earthquake. I mean, we got a lot of things going on worldwide, if you will. New, 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 new world order. Power plants being exploded. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on here. Shout out to Juan says black men love fat black women because they look like they're fat moms. According to this individual here, my goodness, be careful, Juan. But that's the truth about that as well. There's a truth to that as well. Be careful, sir. This is a family show. Jacob says him graphic, him being graphic. Whoa. Like that's like that. Like that, like that was the straw that broke the camel's back. The graphicness. Shout out to who is this here? Shout out to Michael M. He says, love the entertainment. Yes, man. We giving it to y'all. All right. Did I get faith? Faith looked like she got some pretty feet. You know what I mean? And yeah, shout out to the foot fetish guys out here. And it's not really a fetish. I just like pretty feet. Show them off, lady. Show them off. Faith says, in my financial consulting days, coach, I would always encourage clients to start a business. You'll be great in taxes as just an employee. If you don't, some people unfortunately will never get it or are too scared to try. Hashtag the matrix. Yeah. Faith knows, and even me as an ignorant person will know and tell you, if you are a W-2 employee, you're paying 40% tax. Now, you're not paying 40% income tax. This is a 40% tax. When you count how many times you're taxed, right? So you take income, federal income tax, sometimes state income tax. Then you talk about all the sales tax you pay that you cannot write off, all the expenses you pay that cannot be written off. Over over the course of a calendar year, you're being taxed 40% of your money. It's simple. But when you start a business or you have an LLC or an S-Corp or you have some, you're not being taxed that heavily. You're not being taxed that heavily. You know what I mean? But anyway, somebody says actually 38. So we're close to 40. But people don't understand that. And then when you tell them, hey, you might want to have a side business. You might want to start like an LLC is so easy to start. Less than a thousand bucks. You're on paper. Then you can have strategic ways to write off expenses that you normally could not write off because you not don't have a business. So, it, you know what I mean? Shout out to Faith for sharing this. So then when we get into the 100K conversation, people are like, no, it's easy. No, it's difficult if you're getting taxed at 38 to 40%. But if you have a business and you make 100K, it's a whole different ballgame. Okay, it's all different. Blue chip mindset to the rescue. Kevin from North Phoenix, coach, you like the Uncle Ninja. He says, you're like the Uncle Ninjas need to talk to. Let me start over. Kevin from North Phoenix, coach, you're like the uncle. Ninjas need to talk that shit. He says, but since it's effed up, we need it 10x or times 10. Shout out to you, free agent lifestyle for life. I think I got it. I'm the uncle. Your family members say, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. They be like, don't listen to him. Meanwhile, I'm the uncle you need to listen to. 
I'm the uncle that show up at the barbecue right after, like, I don't show up. I don't show up to play dominoes. I don't show up to play spades. I show up with a pretty young Ling Ling, 22 years younger than me, right when the barbecue is ready. Right when the barbecue is ready. Because I've been fornicating with my Ling Ling girl, my little Latina chick. Because the next barbecue, I brought a Latina chick. The next barbecue, I brought a nice little flat back to sister. The next barbecue, I brought a white girl. They like, don't listen to him. And we sat down. Yep, two pick, ready to go. Y'all ready? Y'all got that barbecue ready? Good, right on time. Give me a beer. All the young dudes started listening around me, sniggling. You know what's happening. You know what's happening. Because <laughs> the pheromones are kicking in. Because the young dudes be like, I smell Badusi. So they go and want to hang around and listen. They were like, this unk look like he got it going on. I'm shining. Skin, look at chocolate skin shining. Looking good. Young girl bringing me a beard. They like, this is what we want. Hey, unk, tell us how to say <laughs> I show up smelling like Badusi. Not sexless marriage. I don't show up like sexless marriage like the other uncle. And he was a wannabe Mac in the 70s and 80s with his hat, his Kango hat. And he still got the hair on the side of his head. I done shaved all my hair off and let that bald spirit hit. But your other uncle, yeah, I come in with the muscles fit. Come up, pull up in the Mercedes S55, 550. Pull up, leaning. Get out, bumping. You hear me pull up. Bumping young Dolph. Yep, pull up on the Harley. They like, damn, that's a, that's the who I want to live like. The other uncle was a Mac back in the day with the Kango hat, and he got the homie the clown hairdo where it's bald on the top. He got the George Jefferson, and he can't cut it down yet. His hair longer in the back than it is on the top. He there talking about how he used to Mac holes in the day, and you listen to that until I showed up. Okay. Mm. But then when the dudes, the young boys was listening to that uncle talk about how he used to run game and Mac on hoes, they be looking at him, beer gut hanging all over. He talking shit about his wife. Man, I got my wife in check. Soon as his wife, soon as his wife say, uh, uh, Roger, Roger, get on in here and take this damn trash out. Roger, get up. Yes, honey. <laughs> you like, hey, Roger, hey, Uncle Raj, Uncle Raj, I thought you said you had your wife in check. Uncle Raj, you sure did get up quick. Soon as your fat, soon as your fat wife told you to get up, you went skedaddling. All right, I thought you was a Mac. I thought you had your girls in check. <laughs> all right, Roger, Roger, what happened? Oh man, son, see you got to put all that back in the day, man. You got to be a good, you got to be a good man to your girl. I put my Mac days behind me. I still run a little game. She don't know nothing about that. I still got some little hoes on the side, but she don't know all of that. But you got to be a good man. You got to pay the bills and you got to pay everything on time. You put on your life insurance. You do all that stuff. And you walk her down that aisle. You be a good man. Mm. <laughs> you like, unk. Then I show up. As soon as I show up, the real walks in the building. Abba dabba dabba, abba dabba. We go in there and you be a good man to these women. These women deserve everything you work for, everything you work for. I pride myself on paying all my woman's bills. She don't have a financial need to worry about. She don't worry about no money. And that's what a real Mac does. That's what a real pimp does. He take care of all that fat woman need. 
and I don't get no sex from that woman. I ain't got sex with that woman in 15 years. <laughs> the young bros be like, all the cousins sitting around. Man, we ain't buying Uncle Roger's shit. But as soon as Uncle CGJ showed up, there's no questions to answer. He show up. Two girls, a Ling Ling and Selena Gomez looking chick. All five foot two, 100 and 110 pounds. Sit down, ladies. What y'all want, brothers? What's up? Give you that. Smelling like Eve Saint Laurent. <laughs> Eve Saint Laurent. Smelling like Versace. Smelling like Badusi and Versace. I'm like, dang, Unc, what's up, Unc? <laughs> Sunglasses, got the Ray-Bans on, you know what I mean? Watch gleaming and kicking, looking at them, you know what I mean? Chain untucked. What up, uh, young bucks? What up, young boys? Smelling like Summer's Eve. They pull up their chair. Tell us a story, Unc. Everybody's sitting around. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. All right. <laughs> Smelling like E and J. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Where we at? We the uncle y'all need. Shout out to my man Kevin from North Phoenix for letting y'all know. They'd be like, man, somebody ate, ate. Oh, cousins, y'all want to make some side money? You know what? I got four cars at the crib and I got my Harley. Why don't y'all come over and make a couple of dollars? Y'all can wash my cars up. I got y'all, ungot y'all. And then you pull out a knot. All right. You pull out a knot. They be like, Unk, you got a knot in your pocket. Yeah, man, I got a knot. Yo, Unk be rolling like comes the bank Unk roll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's, that's what make it happen. This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> and the Mac dudes be like, no, nah, you don't need that. You don't need that. You lean with your wallet. You don't need that. You lean with your wallet. Unk, how much you make at the plant? Oh, man, I made $50,000 a year. I made $50,000 a year, and I've been working at the plant for 25 years, and I'm a faithful worker. They gave me a watch yesterday. They gave me a watch for my service. And I pay all my money. All my money goes right to my joint bank account. You don't need a knot. <laughs> all right, let me stop. All right, shout out to Travis. He says, Americas, Americans live in a bubble. Visiting a country for two weeks does not give you understanding of the culture. You have to live there. Poly isn't the future. It is the present. Most other countries are poly. It's the global norm. The United States is a country still living in the 1920s. And we still we still don't know that. America is a young country. We still haven't figured out all the kinks yet. But we are so, also are dealing with a coup d'etat. And the original format of the country is being hijacked. So we are also dealing with a hijacking of the original purpose of the country, if you will. Not conspiracy theory. We are dealing with this. We're dealing with people who don't want the original formation of the country to go forward. Why? Because it gives the people the voice. All right. They don't want the voice of the people. You know what I mean? I'm going to get back to the PayPal's, but I got to get back to the show. Enough tomfoolery. This is the best education on YouTube. Edutainment on YouTube. Hit the like button. Okay. But yes, you got to go and live in another country. I've lived in six different states, seven, di seven different areas in the United States. The United States is different everywhere you go. The people are different. We're not, not so much now. We're more homogenized now. Like everywhere you go, it looks the same. But most of the time, the people are slightly different, which if you don't understand their culture, 
you can even experience culture shock in America going from one region to the next. Thus, going into another country for a couple of weeks does not give you an understanding of the culture. It actually will make you susceptible to being victimized because people play a role. People play a role. You're going to trust what people represent themselves as in two to three weeks. I would never tell a person to do that. I would never say that is a true representation of themselves in a two-week visit. I wouldn't do that with a person in America, let alone somewhere where I really don't understand the language and the culture. But what I say is just to protect yourself, just to protect yourself. Don't think that that is the true representation. All right, marriage before and after. All right, marriage before and after. We got another normie situation here, some normie humor. And this is a skit of someone representing the power of being married as a man, monogamy, if you will. All right, and so fair use. I want to get in love one day. Uh, fair use, this is a guy. I don't know who it is. Let me let me give him a shout out. And it looks like it's Trey Kennedy. Trey Kennedy. And these are the normie humors which represents the man as the buffoon in marriage. And he's going to say, when I was single, this, what, this is what it was like to be single. And now that I'm married, I'm going to show you how much of a buffoon I am. And even the wife thinks I'm a buffoon because you made a terrible decision by marrying her. And she knows it. She knows she has the leverage. Let's continue. Get in love one day, but I'm a man. Like, you don't baby a man. Oh, you were a really good boy today. Was I? Yes, you were. Do I get, oh. do I get extra back scratches? You do. I play Call of Duty tonight. Your wife says you play too much. Bro, you're whipped. I promise. I'll find a girl that I'm going to do what I want to do. You feel me? Hey, Katie, I, I finished your list of things for me to do. Do you think I could, could get one hour of video game time? No, not today. Okay. Okay. All right, so, so far, so good. Fair use here. This is Trey Kennedy. I believe he's a comedian, and he's playing a skit on what it's like to be married. All right, and so a lot of people will say, not my marriage, and it depends who you marry, and this is not true. However, when you go to the comment section, people are going to say, this is totally us. Normie humor, right? And uh, this is the truth. There's truth in humor. Art imitates life, or life imitates art. You just don't know. But a lot of men are cucked in their marriage they know they don't have the leverage and they so start treating the wife as a mother all right and asking for permission tiptoeing walking on eggshells hopefully she doesn't have an emotional event or something's gonna take her over the top where he does not get sex or she does not touch his peen anymore please touch my peen according to our man aaron clary if I do this, she won't touch my pain anymore, or at least for a week, or give me the silent treatment, and I'll have to jerk off and squashy. This is how it works. Here we go. Oh, check this out. <laughs> yeah, I don't, it was on the side of the road. It's like a cool 90s like locker thing. I don't know if you put beers in it or something. Yeah, well, I don't know where to put it, but <laughs> I found a great deal on this painting. I think it really completes the space. You could try, but no, you're no. going to have to return it. Okay, okay sweetie. <laughs> I know you have a great eye for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buddies, their wives boss them around. It's like their, their mom, basically. I would never sign up for that. Hey, um, you need to go empty the dishwasher? You're not my mom. Okay, stop bossing me. Mm. You got it, mommy. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I cringe at this type of thing because all it does is support my argument. Even when people say, but, but coach, it's just a joke. It, it, it's just a skit. Well, if it's funny and people can relate to it, it's because there's a hint of truth to it. And I want to show you one thing that I really loved here is this right here. You see this right here? These are your traditional wives, right? This is what I want to warn you about. 
this look right here is the look of mm, I'll F your life up if you don't do what I do. If you don't do what I tell you to do and you continue to do this, I will mess your life up. This is the look of passive aggressiveness. She looks like she might be carrying a baby there. But this is the passive aggressive look of I own you. You see this? And this is the normal death by a thousand cuts that married men experience. And they experience this trauma so much that they don't even acknowledge that they're experiencing it. They're experiencing it. They won't even say they're experiencing it. Wait, what, what do you mean? Well, it is not until a man is single or divorced does he realize he doesn't have to put up with this shit no more. And then he goes, wow, I was really in an effed up spot. Like, because you can breathe. You're not anxious just coming home. You're not anxious just, just trying to walk on eggshells. And nobody can look at you like that no more. That's how your wife looks at you with the passive aggressive. I'll blow your life up if you don't continue being a simp. This is a passive aggressive. I'll F your life up. Let me let me play it just so you can see it. And she this is basically no, I disagree with you. You're going to do it. Watch this. You need to go empty the dishwasher. You're not my mom. OK, stop bossing me. Mm. I'm not your mom. Really? Mm. Do you want to go there? Do you want to go there? Mm. Mm. I think you're going to do it or I won't touch your peen. Oh, really? You're not going to do it? Well, the next time you want me to touch your peen, guess what's going to happen? This is what I'm going to do. Are you serious? I, I I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. People are like, not so, coach. This is not true. <laughs> mm, you want me to drop that neck? You'll do it. Okay, because I'm monogamous and I have no other options. I guess I have to do it or you won't drop that neck. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> Guys, married men are living that life. And it is not till you step out of it. Do you see it? Who thinks I'm lying? Who, who think I'm lying, bro? This is the reality of it. This is your own. Somebody said the man is in a prison in his own life, living in a hotel echo. Lima, Lima. Oh, Hotel Echo Lima, Lima. Yo, which is hell. Thank you. But um, you guys don't realize you put yourself in that box. You put yourself. No penal touch for you. No penal touch. All right, let's look at this one. This is a guy running cold approach. Shout out to this guy. This I don't know if it's a skit or not, but he's going to run cold approach on two women. It's the old um, gold digger. I got a nice car stunt. But uh, here it is right here. I thought it was kind of interesting because, because if this is real, which I'm assuming, I, I can't really tell. I can't really tell. But look at the difference between, this is what happens when you cold approach two women. And he's handling it quite well. But there's a woman here, a taller sister, slim. She got a big rack, I mean, for her body, my goodness. And then a short little sister right here dressed in a whole uniform. She's dressed in her Harley gear. Well, he's going to cold approach the little one, the little petite one, and the other one's going to be salty the entire time and throw objections at her. Let's watch it play through for the people who want to run game. It's the bra. I know it, it, it's something. But anyway, here we go. How y'all doing? What's your name? London. What's your name? Denise. Nice to meet you. Likewise. You're so beautiful. 
I mean, just walk up on y'all, but you know, I was just coming around my people's house over here. I seen you. I said, I gotta say something. She's so beautiful. You said what? All right. So as you can see, first objections, you know, you cold approach two honeys. And the one he's talking to is feeling it in this skit. And the other one is throwing salt in the wound, the jealous one. She's like the one with the big push-up bra on the rack there. All right. So she's like, oh, we got somewhere to be. This is kind of what you have to deal with. Um, you know what? She throwing salt all up in the wounds. Let's continue. I understand. I'm just trying to talk to your friend real quick. That's all. Can I talk to your friend real quick? Oh, yeah, they going. So she like, we got to be somewhere. So everybody knows what's going on in this situation here. The guy's actually trying to put in a word or two for himself. And the other one, we got to go. We got an appointment to make. We, they didn't look in a rush before he walked up. But she's salty like a mother sucker. It's going great. You from out here? I am. Okay, okay. I'm from New York. I just moved out here. You said what? New York not it. Oh, my God, boy, this jealousy, dude. Hey, man, women be jealous. And let me tell you something, because people are just going to call this, like, for the cold approaching. Guys, If they, let's just say he's in a relationship with this uh, young shorty over here. He, he gets in a relationship with her. This is how women end up single right here. Their friend. Their friend makes them single. So now he's talking to her, and now, oh, New York ninjas ain't it. Because they always jealous. Cop blocking ass, they always jealous. They're going to find a way to throw sabotage salt in your marriage. Dude, your marriage blew up because she had a friend talking in her ear. Here we go. Damn, why you coming to have me like that? I'm sorry. You're not even her type for real. What you mean? Damn. Wait a minute. This girl can't speak for herself? You're not even her type? Wow, boy, the jealousy. Mm, this is not her type. How you going to tell her what her type is? Mm, Am I your type? I mean, you can't. You don't got to lie to me. Yo, why are you going so crazy right now like this, though? Like, what's going on? What you got against me? I understand that, but I'm not trying to get you. I'm trying to talk to your homegirl. <laughs> guys, this is how women end up single, guys. That Listen, we're a package deal. We're a package. You got to be kidding me. Sheep salty as hell i'm hoping this is a skit how in the hell are you a package deal when he's just going up to run a little bit of game on the guy on the girl wow if I don't like he's you. handling this well if i don't like you or her what well look maybe if i don't like you for her dude she cock blocking and the other girl seems to be feeling it at least we can get to know each other you know what i mean you seem like a vibe for real yeah we can for sure what's your um so number one. Why you doing all that though? You know what I'm saying? What you got planned for the day? Um, let's go to dinner with some friends. Oh yeah. Okay. What's some good food spots? I just moved out here. Um, there's a cafe we're going to later. Oh yeah. Can you make it a little quick? We gotta walk. Man, this is sad. But what you can do is you can just go ahead and bring both of them to the party and we can have an orgy. How about that? Where you headed to? We're going to a little dinner. Okay. No, no, no. I, you said what? It's a little cafe spot right in the corner. Cafe spot. I mean, I could take that. Y'all don't got to. I know it's kind of weird. We just meeting. But like, I ain't no weirdo. I know. I could take it. 
Wow. So this is just a kind of a thing that goes on. Women keep each other single. It is not the men out here. It is your people here. Obviously, he puts them in the Urus, the Lamborghini Urus SUV. She was still hating all the way to the car, talking about you didn't open the door for me. I'll play that part just so you can see it. Um, where he invites them, he gives them a ride. I don't advise people doing this, especially young women, but in this case, they took the ride. And uh, even when he opened the door for this woman, she was like, you can't even open my door? Holy moly. Here we go. I mean, she don't know me, but I'm not I'm not a weirdo. You get what I'm saying? So my car right here, we could go. Okay. So. This one right here, I will fold both of them up, but I'll take the Sheldon in the black in the black. My car. He said, "This is my car." Dang! Can I can I open one first? <laughs> See, there you go, man. Hey, sisters, man, that's how y'all stay single. Talking about, uh, he didn't even open my door. I'm oh wow. Somebody says breaking news, and we're gonna get to the main event. Susan Wojanowski. I don't even know how to pronounce her name, has stepped down as CEO of YouTube. Okay. New, 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 new world order. Let me see. I'll, I'll entertain that. I'll entertain that. I don't know, man. Being replaced by Neil Mohan. Uh-oh. Who, oh, who is Neil Mohan? That's who we're going to have to know. This is breaking, breaking news. Susan, Wo Susan, Susan W., Stepping down as CEO of YouTube. You're hearing this live breaking news. Some brothers have already been saying it in the chat. Appreciate y'all for sharing that bit of news right there. As you guys know, under this control of Susan definitely has been an interesting, interesting time. I'm going to gather my thoughts on this one. But she's been with us for a long time. A lot of the things that we've been going through here have been under her watch. And so she has a personal statement. We'll probably read that. I'll probably get a chance to read that. And we do have a new guy that is going. That's according to Vox. As you can see, here's the news stepping down. This is within the last hour. So this is breaking, breaking news. <laughs> People are saying good riddance and whatnot. Wait till I gather my thoughts. This is going to be the new CEO right here. We'll wait and see as to what Neil Mohan has in store for us. As the new head of YouTube, this is going to be the new guy, Indian American. All right. So it's going to be interesting, man. Wow. Interesting. Thank you for sharing that. And let's get into the main event. All right. Here we go. It's time. Monogamy. Come with me. Hail Mary. Monogamy. What do we have here now? Oh, you know what? Is it time for monogamy already? We were going to talk about mothers. All right. It's not even time. I, I actually jumped ahead of myself. But let's get to this one. A straggle daggle mother. Um, we got a lot of adverts here. I know ad blocker. This mother, this is a mother. This is this mother right here. It's not time yet. Has been on the run after leaving her children at home for two months. All right. Damn. I'm pressing every goddamn thing. All right. Police are searching for a Texas mother who abandoned her 12-year-old daughter and three-year-old son for two months last year. An arrest warrant. Uh, she might be dead. I'm, I'm just letting you know. 
an arrest warrant has been issued for the Roman Foster from the Roman Foster Police Department for mother Raven Yates, who is charged with two counts of abandonment and endangering a child without the intent to return. Police say they received a phone call from a concerned father of the 12 year old. Oh, not that. Not the. Not the. Okay, so listen. So there's a father of the child. This woman left and did not even give custody to the to the father. This is how much this is how much they hate the father of their kids. They rather abandon the kids than give the kids to the father. And apparently there's two baby daddies based on what I'm reading since only the 12 year old's father reached out Two baby daddies. And we always say mothers are better parents. Oh, this is a, such a myth. Police re received a phone call uh, from a concerned father of the 12-year-old on November 14th who reported that the two children have been left home alone since September 28th. During the weeks, the siblings allege, allegedly, sorry, I'm messing up. The siblings allegedly had limited access to food or medicine. The father who lived and worked in California immediately flew to Texas, police said. He told law enforcement that Yates had been spotted in Mobile, Alabama without the children by his former mother-in-law or monster-in-law. He realized the children had been left alone after his daughter asked him to send them food regularly. There's the mother. There's the mother of the year right there. Look at that thing. The father alerted police and met them at the house where the two children were staying. There were no food on the shelves or in the fridge, but the kids appeared healthy. I guess the 12-year-old was very resourceful, but she shouldn't have had to do that, according to one of the police. The children were not registered in school. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. I'm going to go on record and say, dude, there's too much evidence that 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 fathers are many times better parents. There's too much evidence. I mean, this this could be a conversation. This is not always. But to just say mothers are better parents, this is just absolutely asinine to believe that at this point. And I'm going to show you. The two children are safe with their grandmother in Alabama. Investigators discovered that weeks before Yates left her children behind, she had reportedly reported that a third 14-year-old child had run away from the home. So she has three kids. The 14-year-old ran away. Anything but give the kids to the father. Anything but give the kids to the father. The child was able to make it to the grandmother's house as well. So she has a 14-year-old that ran away. Wow. Yates is believed to be still in the Mobile, Alabama area. Shout out to everybody in Mobile, South Alabama. The Mobile Police Department is assisting Roman Forest Police with the investigation, and they have not been able to locate Yates since the arrest warrant was first issued on December 14th. Now, you're going to say, Coach, it's just one situation. Well, not so much. Mom left four kids home. This is a white woman now. For eight days to visit or vacation in Germany by herself. Yeah, this is a woman from Iowa in 2017 conducted a welfare check at the home of Aaron Lee Mackey. They'd received a tip that Aaron's four kids were left alone while she was in Germany. The kids, a pair of 12-year-old twins, one seven-year-old girl and one six-year-old girl, said the mom had left for Germany the days before. She didn't plan to come back until October 1st. All right. 
Most of the time, they be leaving for Johnson. Oh, there's another one here. Fair use. Not an isolated incident. Fair use. Mother accused of abandoning six kids. All right, this is as of, this was six years ago. All right, uh, there's another one. There's a Latina chick. So it's, this is something that goes on quite a bit. Judge set 50K bond for mother accused of leaving five kids home alone without food for hours. See, here's the thing. Uh, Torres has five kids at age 25. Lord have mercy. She's traditional. But she can't babysit her kids. The apartment manager at the complex where they lived on Greens Road called police on Wednesday after she and the maintenance workers observed the children home alone. It says the facts alleged that a one-year-old child was in the parking lot barefoot. Uh, the three and four-year-old were also playing outside unattended. And there was an eight-year-old allegedly left at home to look after the three-month-old who had a colostomy bag attached. Lord have mercy. Where are we at? Where are we at? Oh, the humanity. I don't say this to say that mothers are bad. What I say this to say is many times children are better in father care. Unfortunately, most of the custody tends to go to parents, uh, go to, to go to mothers in our country. And we just assume the reason why it goes to them is that they're better parents. And that's a myth. And we want to expose those things to be the myth. Because let me just tell you, if a father does that to a child, which there are fathers that do that to children, they are never getting custody back. But these women also just have to work through the system and get custody back of their kids. It would be as simple as one, two, three. All right, we didn't have sound on the video, but don't worry about it. I explained it uh, as it were, and we're ready to move on to the main event. Hey, let's get into it. Okay. A woman tries to pop up on her boyfriend and finds out that her boyfriend is indeed married. Well, as we just exposed, it is that many times, not all, women are the non-monogamous creature until she finds a guy to be monogamous with. I know, ladies, you're going to say this is not true. All the guys that I've been with have been cheaters and liars. Yes, because you have a small selection of men that you are all sharing. Just to break down the mathematics here, the mathematics, the craftmatics, if you will, I want to show you this chart. Specifically, this is for the black population, but we can, we can show you that this is for the general population as well. When we talk about the availability of potential mates, if we just took the black community as a microcosm, statistically, there are, in the United States, 21.7 million black women as of 2018. That would represent 52% of the total black population. I'm not a statistics major, but I would say 52% to equal 100. That means there would be only 48% of black men. Black males comprise 48% of the population. Now, when we whittle that down, that means there's an advantage. Even age-wise, there's an advantage, meaning that there's more black women then there are black men. Now, when you put down the criterias, status, height, money, all of these things that we think matters, then there is a significant advantage of available females who have to have no qualifications and available men that have high status. Thus, in the black community, as we can see, many of, 
And then we got to throw in the kids, the, the, the young men that are in prison, the young men that are on drugs, the young men that are gangbanging, they could win or lose. Then we got to throw in the available men, the men that die. The availability between from men to women is that there are way more black women available to date and mate and marry than there are black men. I mean, the, the, the advantage for black men is significant. Meaning, I, I think, for all intents and purposes, if you are a upper status black male, you could have 10 females to one ratio any day of the week. All day, every day. There could be 10 women, and they're all sharing one man. With that in mind, we're going to show you. We're going to show you that you have such a disadvantage to find one mate to be monogamous that having monogamy as a thing or a criteria is actually foolish. You're, and then to say you've been cheating on by a certain amount of men when you were younger, you can show that you were all sharing the same guy. So the same experience you experienced with one male, another woman experienced, but it was with the same guy. But then you were saying all these guys cheated on me. No, not all these guys. The small percentage of guys you shared. If you live in a majority, we're just going to deal with the black community, then we'll then we'll go out into the regular American population. If you're dealing with, if you're dealing with a primary black community, which you could talk about Atlanta, Alabama, Birmingham, the guy has a twenty to one advantage. <laughs> the guy has any black male has a twenty to one advantage numerically. If he's young, he has a 20 to 1 advantage. Now, as the woman ages, you can see on your screen. Yeah, Memphis. As she ages above 35, the percentages increase. Then as you hit the 60s, the percentage increases so crazy that the guy got a 50 to 1 chance. I mean, I'm exaggerating the numbers. If he is a higher status guy. He got to have a 50 to one advantage as the age increase, as the rate, as the ages increase. He can even be a pookie. He got a 50 to one advantage. Here we go. I'm exaggerating the numbers, but I'm saying of the guy, he got to have status, looks, money, house, good credit, his, all his teeth. The dude got picket, the dude wake up and there's Badusi right on his chest. Right on his chest. It's almost impossible for him to be monogamous because his options are his options get better every day he survives. <laughs> so for a woman to be from that section of the community and say, I want my own personal guy. I want my own personal male to be 40 years old, no kids, a house, 750 credit, all his teeth, want to be monogamous to settle down, stop being a pl ninja, please. It's, it's, and then when you look at the population of these women, many of them are going to be obese. Many of them going to be single mother. Like as they age, they're bringing in more baggage, but then they're going, I want these guys. Dude, he got a 50, yeah, perfect hairline, big chest muscles, big biceps in shape. This dude can pick them as he wants. 
this dude, this dude already, man, please, you're sharing. And we have to come to the conclusion that just on the general population numbers, women are sharing men. This is the new polyamory. Okay, Even in marriages, that's this woman is going to find out. You're sharing. If the dude has some sort of value, he's he's handsome. It's over. There's no way. Now, if a guy chooses to be monogamous based on his faith, that's one thing. That's a different. That's a different story. That would be a choice. That would be a conscious decision that he has to wrestle with every day. He has to go outside. Every day he goes outside, he has to wrestle with this. Every day he's got to think about it. Oh, I only have desire for my wife. He has to wrestle. For now, if you're telling women up front, which I don't tell men to lie, if a woman comes into your life and you have significant value, you should be telling her, baby, you sharing me. And not out of disrespect, but you can't give her the option up front. Listen, I realize this. You were like a man all to yourself, but unless these conditions are present, there's no chance at monogamy, but we can have a good time. Are you interested in that? If she says no, put her ass back in the stack of women waiting for their own personal man. She's going to be waiting there for a long time. Eventually, she'll find a guy, and you know what's going to happen? Ladies, you already know what I'm going to say. Eventually, she's going to find a guy that's going to say, baby, I'm yours. It's only me and you. What's going to happen? Anybody predict what's going to happen? Go ahead. Go, 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 go. Ladies, you already know what's going to happen. Predict what's going to happen because this woman said, I refuse to share a guy. I refuse. And then she's going to go find a guy and she's going to say, he's all mine. What's going to happen? Everybody knows he going to cheat on her. He going to cheat on her. <laughs> and she going to find out that she was sharing the dude anyway. I would never share a man. I would never share a man who says he's non-monogamous. I'm going to get my own personal man. Let me bring up the statistics one more time. <laughs> Statistically, he's unable to be he's unable to be monogamous. He got too many options. He gonna cheat. <laughs> and if he doesn't cheat and he stays with you, you're gonna cheat on him. You're gonna pull the rug. You're gonna be like, whoop. And then you think you're going to get your own personal guy over here, and you're not. Sorry to say. Then you're going to be stupid going, well, you were not, you, you thought you had a monogamous relationship. You should have just rolled with me and been part of my tribe, my concubine, my harem. You would have been taken care of, but you got selfish. Ladies are out here squirming right now, but that's the truth. You can handle it how you want. Let's get to this young lady here. Let's get to this young lady, and I'll go ahead and play the audio. This is a woman who lines up exactly how I just said. Let me read the caption. A woman takes to her TikTok and shares that she tried to surprise the love of her life, who claimed to be away on a business trip. He lied, only to be greeted at the door by his wife. All right, so here's a sister who is unremarkably, she's an unremarkable individual. She's not ugly. She's not cute. She just there. Now, in her world, she thinks that that's going to score her a monogamous relationship. And she's out of her mind. She out of her mind. She ain't getting shit out here monogamous. And she's been hurt. And she's been hurt before. And she still hasn't realized 
that you ain't getting an own personal man. Ladies, you're not getting your own personal mail. If it, let, let's let's go ahead and play it. Let's go ahead and play it. Let me see here. Unless he just tired of these 304s. Let's see here. Let me see if I can refresh. Here she is right here. She's going to tell you. Okay, so my boyfriend's been on for like. Audio's a little low. 10 days. He just, he has a, a investment property in North Carolina. So he's been working on the house. They, you know, renovated and got it out. So he was there to like project manage. And All right. So right now the guy's leading her astray. Hey, I have my boyfriend. He's been missing. The reason why she's doing this is she knows deep down inside her man's cheating. So my boyfriend's away on a business trip for 10 days. He's an investment property manager. He has a great title. He didn't lie to her and drummed up the shit. And now she's using TikTok to try to some way try to try to see if her gut feeling is actually true. By the way, her hairline looks like my hairline. That's neither here nor there. Like that's suspicious. Why do you think you can have a hairline like Coach Greg Adams and think you're going to get your own personal mail? I don't understand. <laughs> okay. What are you looking at in the mirror that says you're going to get your own personal man? All right. <laughs> like, look, if I let my hair grow, it would look like that. That's what it would look like if I just let it all just come on in. <laughs> all right, let's continue. Here we go. And I really, really miss him. And so I'm going to probably surprise him. So follow me. But first, I'm going to go to Charlotte, hang out with my little cousin. She's having an event. So it just happened to be knocking two birds out with one stone. I'm going to hang out with her for a little bit. And then he's like an hour and a half away from her. And then I'm going to go and go. Yeah. Yeah. So deep down inside, she's using TikTok as her own form of therapy, which women do. Thank you, Lord. All right. You make this job easier. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, the Azure says she knew. She knew what was up. She knew what was up. That's why she had to document it the upfront. And so she can play the, oh, I'm the victim in the end. Let's see what happens here. Oh. All right, guys, I'm about an hour away, and I kind of think that he knows I'm up to something um, because he called me twice, and I was still in the car within um, the last two hours, and uh, I was just like, oh, i just been running errands all day, being snow. Okay, uh, so she's bringing her dog. It says this girl went to pop up on her boyfriend on a business trip, but she missed him. Okay. Oh, because she missed him. Hey guys. Uh, oh, oh my God. Now it's loud. All right. Let me let me let me see if I can play this here. So I'm in Charlotte. I'm with my cousin. Say hey, Day Day. Hey. What the Day Day? Day Day. Listen, I know the South is a little bit behind, but y'all still nickname people these things. Hey, little pudding tang. Hey, pumpkin. Hey, Puda. You know what I mean? You be like, hey, Puda. Little pudding tang. Little pumpkin pie. All right, all these guys. <laughs> day day, man man, bobo. <laughs> Ray Ray. What the hell? This woman, I now this woman for sure is not getting her own personal mail. This woman is gonna be a concubine at best. She gonna be a <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Hey, little cuckoo. Hey, little cuckoo Kool-Aid. Hey, little Bobo. Day-Day. Well, come on, man. Look, look, shout out to the people in the South. Jesus. Day-Day. <laughs> little Nuck-Nuck. Little Nuck-Nuck. Come on, Nuck-Nuck and Po-Po. Okay, like, what are we doing, man? Yo, man, we got to graduate out of this shit. Look, man, this woman right here for sure is not getting her own personal mail. Let's just call it right now. Everybody knows in America, this woman will never have her own personal man. Can we just call this out right now? She will be sharing dudes from the, to the day she dies. <laughs> All right. Anyway, day, day. All right. Well, well, come on, man. Let's, let's hear what she got to say. We talking about monogamy. I'm waiting for a man to have my all by myself. He gonna show up. He gonna show up. <laughs> Who would have believed that I would still be at my cousin's house? So, guess what? Y'all saw my stories. You see my love story panning out on TikTok. Who would have ever thought that I pop up on my boyfriend and um his wife answers the door? Yeah, who would have thought? Shocking. Absolute shocker. <laughs> right? It's so shocking. You didn't even know. You knew it was going to happen. Oh, and his wife answered the door. Yeah, that's why he was on a business trip. Shocker. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has a whole wife. He's been married. She said they celebrated. Seven years. Seven years. I mean... Uh, one look in the mirror would have you would have figured this out. I mean, you're you're playing at I mean, you're just you're gonna have to be remarkable for a man to commit to. You can't just turn in, you can't just turn in what you're normally turning in. All right, let's continue. Yeah. And this man's still texting me right now. He uh -oh. couldn't come outside. Uh -oh. This woman uh -oh. was like, I was wondering, she said, I was wondering who was born in your phone. She she was blaming me, said that I knew. This man has lived a double life. For a double life. A double life. Okay, all right. For five months, he's been together. A double life. Uh-oh, she about to go marry Jay Blige on the mother sucker. Here we go. Listen, I'm going to tell you, this is not the first time she's been cheated on. Just to let you know, this is not the first time. Every guy every guy she's been with has done this. She not going to cry. She about to marry Jay Blige. I was your lover and your secretary. Man has pretended to love me and to court me. And uh, hey, guys. So All right. She got another video here. We just came back from Vegas. Y'all saw the trip. We was laughing. And oh, he didn't take her to Vegas. Oh, shout out to him. He Hey, look, it is what it is. Joking about and. I'm so happy that I waited for so many things and I'm, I feel sorry for her because she oh. stuck with him. I'm gone. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're going to be back. You'll be back. Again, this is what I tell. This is why I say this. Let's, let's go back. You'll be back. You'll be back. And, and let's pull up the chart one more time. I'm going to tell you exactly why you're going to be back. Because as I said before, you think you're going to go get your own personal man. I'm gonna get my man. I'm gonna get a man of my own. Mm. Yeah, uh, them numbers ain't working for you. <laughs> numbers ain't working for you. You ain't gonna go. What a man that's gonna take you to Vegas. Yeah, uh, the next thirty guys ain't gonna take you to Vegas. Ain't giving you shit.
they ain't giving you a bologna sandwich. First of all, you got to get one guy. That's going to be hard enough. Statistically, the guys that you're getting after, and I think he was an older guy too. The guys you're getting after, they already married, they already locked down, and or they got options out here. So she's going to go manifest. I'm going to give me one. All right, guys, the problem she has is her life prior to this has been exclusively non-monogamous the entire time. Now she's trying to desperately grab one and latch on to the first higher value man that she finds only to find that that man has options and she wants to skedaddle. Here we go. But it's just another lesson for who would ever thought. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, the humanity. Hey, uh, ladies, I I'm not laughing at this woman because it hurts when you've been lied to. I agree. I don't like dudes lying to women. It's almost unnecessary. The advantage is so significant because relationships hurt. But when you're unrealistic, you get hurt. When you're unrealistic about who you are, about how the advantage, and you think you just turn in the basic bare minimum and get you a man that you believe is valuable, that's why she's with him and hurt. This is what happens to you. Now, I would have told her, you on the roster. And if you don't want to be on the roster, there's 39 other women that I'm sure I have in somewhere where they are day-day in them. Even day-day day will play her role. Day-day sitting over here like, girl, he ain't shit. Day-day's like, girl, you don't deserve none of that. And day-day is calling that dude up. I'll be your side chick. Day-day right now like, shit, you giving that up? He took you to Vegas. Day-day in there. You're going to find day-day getting smashed by it. That dude, you really going to be hurt. You really going to be hurt. Day-Day for sure going to take the pipe and play her role anyway. Have you talked to, have you talked to a uh, little, have you talked to Nuck Nuck? Nuck Nuck, I bet you he's still acting up. Yeah, man, Nuck Nuck was no good for you. Day-Day know what's up. <laughs> All right, let's continue here. Why me? I was shocked. I was so happy. I was. <laughs> her dog knows she bullshitting. Her dog in the back, like, man, bitch, shut up. He like this. His dog in the back, like, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch. <laughs> the dog's like, what's wrong with you, man? You done been this the thirtieth and fifty eleventh time you've been cheated on. <laughs> Popping on in the love of supposedly love of my life. <laughs> oh man, this is this is reprehensible, God. Ladies, y'all don't yo man, this is terrible. What kind of who listen? I'm telling you, for the people who like coach you cold, I already warned you of this. A person who does this on social media is a piece of shit. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna break it down. The dog says, shut up, bitch. All right, a person who cries on social media is one of the biggest manipulators in the world, and I call them pieces of shit. You know why? Because I'm in social media. I'm in social media. And I know what it takes to post a video. Everybody knows, especially when you're... It takes a deliberate effort to post a video. Like, you gotta... You gotta... 
you got to frame the video, get the lighting, put the makeup, put your wardrobe on, position it, elevate the phone, do this, record, record yourself, stop recording, edit the video, stop, end, go to the social media site, post it, let it upload. You done watched it five and 10 times before the goddamn thing went live. And then caption it, post, sit back and wait. Bro, you going to tell me somebody's crying on a social media post? No one should ever be crying unless you wanted to manipulate the audience to believe you were in pain because it's not, it's a strategic effort to put that out there. No, 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 no. I don't believe anybody crying on social media. Nobody. It's the deliberate effort to get a reaction. And she ain't even shedding a tear. She got crocodile tears out here. This is terrible. Yep. Mm. Type the caption, hashtag, post it, filter, please. Mm. This is pieces of shit cry on social media. Nobody ever authentically cried on social media. Okay. <laughs> Without just watching it 15 times before they posted the damn thing, edit it, filter, delete, hashtag, hashtag, post, responded to comments. You know what I mean? You guys got to know what manipulation is. This is piece of shit behavior by human beings. I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. So I will look at your ass. <laughs> all right. Anybody that, any specifically women, guy, for a man to post a crying social media picture, that is the ultimate form of manipulation. But if when women cry on social media, I'll be looking like this. Right there. I don't believe it. I believe it zero times out of 100. I'm staring Martin Lutherly at their ass. <laughs> yeah, Jaden Smith was crying. Oh, no, I ain't believing none of that shit, all right? Unless you was just, just on a live stream and you just lost it. Okay, that might be that might happen. But otherwise, they're acting. All right, so anyway, he said missing link behavior. Yeah, that's missing link behavior. Anyway. Be careful out here, women. These men are terrorists. <laughs> These men are terrorists. These men are terrorists. Really? Ma'am, what were you doing? Ma'am, explain why you're still single at this age. I do have a photo of these two people, the guy. You're still single at this age. Why? Because you have yet to find a monogamous relationship. Who's the terrorist? Who's the terrorist? The, the 30 guys you're sharing in Memphis and Charlotte? Or you ladies that are sharing the multiple, the, the, the smaller percentage of men and leaving dudes out. And then at the last second. And that's you. Be careful out here and um, pray for me, please. Oh, my God. Jesus. All right. Play, now she invoked the name of the Lord. Now we praying. You need to pray to Adams 316, lady. All right. Let me see if I can find the picture of them. Because she's. She's she's got the photo out. I, I gotta find her name. Book now this Bach Chicken Bach. So she's still out here parading him around, and still claiming that. Um, let me see here. Still claiming that he's trying to contact. Where where, where is this? Where's the images? Oh, hold up. All right, I gotta go to the right. I gotta go to the right place. Give me a second here. This 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 pulled up the other. It, no, it's Bo knows this. What is this? Bach knows this. Bach knows this. What the hell kind of site is that? 
All right, what are we saying in the comment section? Why she tell him? Okay, hold on for a second. What baffles me is how many, how so many men get caught in 4K and still deny, deny, deny. This woman says, I can attest that some ninjas will live double lives, child. Might even go so far as putting all of their wife's belonging in storage during your visit. Story time aside, I'm sorry for this queen. Look how many women have been victimized, allegedly, by men in this situation, okay? Praying for both of the women. Girl, why are you still texting this man? All right, the fact is people are laughing at her situation. That's not cool. The wife pulled the firearm on her, which I don't believe, and she could have died. I don't believe that. At this point, I know you're living, if you know you're living a double life, leave us alone. Poor baby too hurt. I can't even like this post because I know she's devastated and in complete shock. Okay, so as we can see, there's women that believe that they can find a personal man and they've all been in this situation, which gets me to asking, why do you believe it? Why do you believe that this is possible? That's number one. Why do you believe that you can get your own personal man? Statistically, it's almost impossible. As you age, it's almost impossible. You got to find this man that he's going to want to be monogamous. Okay, If he has options, he can exercise them and probably will because it's easier for him. Why wouldn't you accept a poly arrangement? Okay, Why wouldn't you accept it up front if that's what you're getting anyway? And she knew she was the side chick. That's why she said, I'm going to pop up on him. She already knew the situation and it was familiar to her. But it's quite silly. But the problem is women have been doing this prior to the wanting the men to be monogamous. And they're not acknowledging that, that they're the original non-monogamous group here. And I'll read this real quick. What monogamy is, according to the Bible, it says here, monogamy is the practice and state of being married to one person at a time. Married. Most of you guys are in relationships and you're not married. Monogamy requires marriage, according to the Bible. So nobody's really cheating the system here. However, and it says right here, but uh, the Bible switched from poly or multiple wives to one wife as Christianity emerged in the Roman Empire in the first century AD. It embraced monogamy and took it further, insisting that two people must be reserved their bodies, must reserve their bodies and desires for each other, marriage becoming an everlasting threesome with God. Wowzers. That's the definition of monogamy. Let me say this again. Two people must reserve their body. I'm thinking prior to the relationship, not bringing in multiple bodies as women do and a small percentage of men and desires for each other. By the way, biblically, if you lust at a woman, you have committed adultery because lust is within the heart, according even to the Bible. So even lust has a scent of adultery and non-monogamy. We're fooling ourselves. I'm, I think we're fooling ourselves. Now, with that being said, is it part of a better, is a, does the society become more stable under monogamy? There's something to suggest that. There's something to suggest that. There is some benefits to monogamy. 
clear benefits. I do not practice monogamy, and I make sure people understand up front that I don't. Okay, I will tell you I'm not. Now, does that mean I'm out here throwing my thing around? Not necessarily, but I am not committed to one. I'm not committed to one, and I just doesn't. I don't think it's possible in my life. And not only that, I don't think the rewards are as good for me to be in that situation. I think the rewards are negative for me in that situation. It's negative. It gives the other person too much control. And I don't think it's a part of my life. And a lot of people will find that that might be better for you. But what I would ensure you to do is to try to be upfront about this and not waste your time. This is how you get hurt out here, guys. This is how you get hurt. And ladies, this is how you get hurt by trying to forge a monogamous relationship when in fact you've never been monogamous. You've never been monogamous. I'm going to tell you right now, you've never been monogamous. I mean, even according to the scriptures of monogamy, you've never been. It's myth. But then what you're saying is, I want this to be monogamous for my advantages. <laughs> it's just like, what? And then you find out that it's not actually true. I'm going to put up a poll here. Let's go ahead and shut down the other poll because we do have some people that were in agreement and found no fault in the foul, no foul category for the 23-year-old man to be still a baby. We'll end that one. And I'll give you the clear advantages for monogamy. Just so you guys know, I do support monogamy. I think if you have children under the teen years, maybe into the teen years, I would probably encourage you to stay in a two-parent household and be in a monogamous relationship or at least not bring foolishness into your family, right? Because you have a family to raise. So in that case, it's foolish to even expose your children to something like that if you're committed to the mother of the child and you've walked her down the aisle. I, I, don't, I don't think unless both people agree, unless both people agree, I think you're better in the monogamous category. I believe you would just, just stay with each other until those kids get old enough. Then you can fly the coop. All right. Then you can do what you want. Now, if both parties agree that there could be multiple partners on whoever side, that's a whole different category. That's a whole different thing. But I think as, as far as there's young children involved, stay away from bringing other souls and spirits into your household. All right. That's number one. That's number one. So I support it. Number two, the dangers, obviously, of non-monogamy is cleanliness. Cleanliness. If you're both out here fornicating in these streets, you're bringing in these things to other people, right? That's going to be a thing there. So there's a benefit from that. If you're scared of STIs, certainly you increase the opportunities to get an STI by being out here reckless with your body, male and female. Now, I will say a lot of wives have brought home STDs a lot from other men because they tend to be reckless. I've told you about condom sex and affairs. Very few people have affairs and condoms are included. Thus, many wives have brought home STIs and STDs and given it to the husband. The husband may not have been doing the right thing out there and neither one of them know where the STI has come from. That's going to be a problem. And that is very, very common in marriages, more common than you know. The last reason to be monogamous in a to be monogamous the last benefit would be to ensure that the baby is yours if the woman's monogamous and you're monogamous right you're making sure that that dna is yours you're you're not going to be worried about you shouldn't be worried about and she shouldn't be um 
exposed to situations where a man's raising another man's child. However, in our country, up from 11% to sometimes up to 20% of men are raising children that aren't his biologically, and he believes they're there. Thus, monogamy is greatly mythical in many, many, many ways. Not just affairs, just childbirth itself exposes that there's non-monogamous people in monogamous cohabitation situations. That's on childbirth, and that's a low percentage of people. Like, childbirth is a very, like, you'll likely get an STI before you have a baby. Right? So, but there's a great percentage of people that have kids outside of the context of their monogamous marriages. Thus, this is why DNA tests should be mandatory. However, isn't it interesting? As I say, DNA tests should be mandatory. Who do you think would be against mandatory DNA? This is going to expose who's the real non-monogamous people. I'm going to say it again. DNA tests should be mandatory. But if you put that out there, who would be against mandatory DNA? I'll wait. Who? Who, who would be against it? The vast majority of women would be against mandatory DNA. I submit to the audience of CGA in the coach game. It is women who are the non-monogamous. And they know a mandatory DNA would probably expose that many kids that are born to men and fathers are not indeed the child. Because if they did it, we probably see numbers that are almost impossible like 30 40 percent it could be out of control as to who the real father is if they actually did it it is women that are against it thus they are the ones trying to protect their culture of non-monogamy it's that clear to see it's, it's clear to see anyway let's get to these super chats because you would think if men were such cheaters they would be the ones not wanting dna tests but is it in fact they are the ones that want it they want to ensure it even if they cheated, they would want to know if that kid is theirs. They would want to know. But women will say, no, just trust me. They are the non-monogamous, but they guilt you for being non-monogamous. You think you got it? Mama's maybe, papa's maybe. That They have a phrase for that. I'm sorry, mama's baby, papa's maybe. Mama's baby, papa's maybe. That's in our lexicon. But we're still out here, dog, the men are the cheaters. I, I think not. I think the women are the ones that be in the non And the statistics, the uh, statistics prove it. All right, so anyway, never believe these women out here crying and men are out here dogs and they hurting. They're doing some damage out here and their damage is often not even seen in total. Where are we at? All right, we got... Uh, Plain Eddie, thank you for playing Eddie, Enigma WPG, and all those who disagree, Hafiz, let me know. We got, he says, Enigma WPG, getting your stream late today, hit a milestone today, showing my appreciation, would not be possible without the RP community, thanks CGA, appreciate it, thank you very much, and congratulations for your milestone, El Chino says, abba dabba dabba. Shout out to Shannon Sharp. Hafiz is in the building. Thank you, sir. Thank you for that. Where's your check mark, Hafiz? That's not the real Hafiz. All right, he's in here saying, I'm faithful. 
I'm faithful to my girl. All right. Coffee fan says, uh, Coach, did female nature change, get worse, or are we seeing it for what it is now? Give me the old. I want to tell you guys one thing. Female nature has never changed. It has been a constant. It is such a constant that people like Plato and Socrates have written about it, and they were hundreds of years B.C. Not only that, the Bible has written about it pre-A.D. They have talked about these things. They have put things into place in society to structure around this, a.k.a. the patriarchy, to make sure that this doesn't run its course. Now, what we're seeing is women being comfortable explaining away why they do these things, ultimately putting the victim back, uh, the, the blame on the guy. They'll put the blame on the guy, and that's something that is what they've normally done, but now they're getting away with it, and ultimately the court of public opinion will agree with them right off the top. Oh, yeah, it was Jermaine's fault. Absolutely. Oh, these guys are dogs. Statistically, this is untrue. So the nature is always the same. Not only is the nature the same, the nature never changes between race or location. What changes is the system that supports it. In America, the system has been supporting the woman's side overwhelmingly. Thus, they can create the victim's narrative. They can always blame the guy. They can always brush it off. And the, everybody will believe it. Big Daddy government will provide support. And they will also take an additional means of support by force through your volunteering from the man and give it to the woman, right? Overwhelmingly, that's how 80% of it works. It's starting to change a little bit with voices like myself exposing this and telling you these people aren't bad. This is how they've always been. This has been the constant. What's changed is the society around it. Like evolutionary wise, we've had suspect suspicions of women having multiple partners. We're giving you the real here. We've always had suspicion that women can be impregnated or inseminated by another man. That has always been the protection model. This is why we've always taken a woman in and kept her away from. This is why we've always had in civilizations, women cannot be out by themselves. Now we've loosened those things out. Women keep going out there. They get in trouble, right? And we're like, well, should have had a man around. And they're finding out why societies have had this, but this is, patriarchy it gives them freedom and then when they mess up they just blame a guy but evolutionary wise we've always had suspicions that a woman could do it so much so that we've developed anatomically to remove that situation from her if in fact she's done it not by trust all oh, my women would never do it our anatomy has shown us that when we're even making love to her the act of making love also includes removing potential competitive sperm from other men. It's not just a lovemaking act. It is also an act of, hey, I'm going to make sure there's no other man's DNA in here. And that part of your anatomy has evolved to dig that other man's sperm out. It's a defensive act. You understand what I'm saying? I don't want to be too graphic. But the lack of trust has evolved us into that anatomically over periods of hundreds of thousands of years, if you will. But that's what it is. It's not that the woman would never cheat. We just want to ensure that she didn't. Right? But what we have as a culture, our Puritan culture, does change. 
just does enforce these things of why would a woman cheat? Why would she do that? It is the man that are cheating. When you just pull up the data, women start off non-monogamous. They don't start off monogamous. Thus, then you have to force the monogamy on them. And civilizations have forced monogamy. Look, women's non-monogamy is so bad that people had to force them to be monogamous. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. I, I, just go through your history. Everything that women complain about them being oppressed was a result of civilizations forcing it on them. Number one, chastity belts. They were trying to ensure that the woman wouldn't do it, preserving her virginity so that she has still value so that person can marry them off. Number two. Number three, hiding her up in the castle, not letting her out past night. Number four, I'm going to give you a fourth one that people don't think about. <laughs> people don't think about. She can't even walk outside. With, another man would have to be present for her to walk outside. Number four. All right, there's another one that I just had and it slipped my mind. Oh, um, 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 Salem witch trials. Salem witch trials where they said the women were witches. Now, we're saying that they're witches, but what, what it was was they was 304s. That's what it was. <laughs> and they was running around 304ing, and they couldn't tell us. See, they don't tell us those stories because there's some graphic behavior behind it. So they can't just say these hoes was crazy. That's what they was. They was 304s. The scarlet letter. We're going to put pin a scarlet A. There have been so many ways that men have tried to enforce monogamy on women because they were typically non-monogamous. Mm. I'm just telling you. Yeah, they check in their hymen. Dude, there's so many ways. There's so many ways that men, men have tried to enforce it and ensure it that we've gone away from, and now you can see why we do it. Arranged marriages. There's two, dude, the stories of Jezebel, and it, it, it's, it's too many ways to, to show historically that men were so concerned about it that they put so many constraints on. Uh, social, social shame, shaming socially, which we've, they fought hard to not shame socially. The, the, uh, the old maid. There's so many ways that I can't turn a hoe into a housewife. That's a social shame to get women to be monogamous when they did not want to. So these are the things. Yeah, the leftover wife syndrome. You're gonna, you're not gonna find a man if you're out here what? Not single if you're out here hoeing. It's it's what it is. It's what it is. And not saying I support those things, but what we have to understand and reframe for ourselves and our teachings is that men have tried to ensure monogamy on women for so long. Now it's the women trying to ensure monogamy for men, but they're quite unsuccessful with it, okay? Yeah, calling girls fast. Ooh, that girl fast. Ooh, that girl fast. Ooh, look at that fast tail girl. That's social shame. And it prevented her. Oh, you showing a little bit too much, right? Wardrobe. Wardrobe. These are all things that people tried to ensure this so-called monogamy. Right. And I and I submit to you, I want to reframe it and I'm not criticizing women. I want to refrain from men that up front, it is the it is the men that are concerned about women's non-monogamy initially. Later on, it becomes once the commitment is made later on, it becomes the focus becomes the male's non-monogamy because he's given up the most and it's difficult. All right. Anyway. Where are we at? Shout out to Ken. Kenny Red? No. 
We got Coffee Fang. Oh, I got you already. Ken Rose. Oh, by the way, how do we ensure male non-monogamy? How do, like, we have all these systems in place or had to ensure women's non-monogamy. How do we ensure male non-monogamy? Uh, how do we ensure it? The only way they ensure it is marriage. And then thus he has shame if he does bring another woman. And then especially impregnate. The only way to ensure male or monogamy, I keep messing it up. I'll say it again. The only way to ensure male monogamy is marriage. He has to make a social contract with governments, Caesar, his God, church, Christ, hell. The penalty is hell. He has to make that commitment, and that is the only way to ensure it. And then there's a penalty to pay. The penalty would be you lose your children, your house, your car, everything you work for. And to be fair, the penalties were worse back when we were barbarians. People could lose their whole life. Mm. All right. Ken Rose tried posting a comment for the Super Chat, but kept getting censored by YouTube. So I'll just show support. Free agent lifestyle monk for life. The Azure, I believe I'm pronouncing that. Thank you, coach, for telling the truth. Be safe and well. Always. Thank you, man. The investment guy seen a girl I hit 10 years ago last night and I didn't recognize her because she's so big now. I hit her in her phone. She got married and blew up immediately. Dude definitely got a raw deal. She a 304. Sad. And, you know, you're describing her as a 304, but what she was was she was non-monogamous until she had to be monogamous. And typically, that's only going to last for so long. Then eventually she'll say, I'll be non-monogamous again. Age of Machines. Sometimes I wonder if the 304ing in witchcraft made more uh, made women so crazy back in the day that the Salem witch trials were a reverse me too of the time. Yeah, I'm thinking that that Salem witch trial, as we're told, because up until the 1970s and 80s, some of the things that happened had sexual overtones, but they the media didn't report it. Even Emmett Till's story was a sexual story. They just couldn't say it to the media. They couldn't be like, oh, he was banging her. Nobody would ever believe it. They would be like, what? I mean, they would turn the world upside down. What? Was he graping her? Nope. She would have him come bang her. Nobody would believe this shit, but it was true. So they had to say he whistled at her, right? Salem witch trials. They had to say, oh, they were acting funny and doing witchcraft. No, they wasn't. They was out there scandalous, being scandalous. And they were turning the community upside down. They were like, these hoes are crazy. All right, we got to bring this shit in. It was a story. Every story has sexual overtones. I mean, every single one of them. Even Jesus had one with Mary um, uh, Mary Magdalene. Oh, she was a prostitute, but he was just counseling her. Like, come on. I mean, listen, I'm not saying he did anything. What I'm saying was there was always sexual overtones. Every Almost every story has that. O.J. Simpson had it. Every Every story has it. And it's almost an overriding reason, but they can't say it. They can't say it. Cleopatra and all, always sexual. Mm. People, people die over love and sex, bro. Let's, let's call it what it was. So the Salem witch trial was definitely some little spirit stuff in which the girls were out there, 304, right? They was doing something that, they, that was turning the community upside down. You think they were just like, oh, we're doing tarot cards and we're reading palms, you know? Mm. <laughs> Their girls, their girls are reading palms. That's against the Lord's wishes. It wasn't that. I can guarantee you it was not that shit. 
I was thinking some of these girls are fornicating. They out here turning the girl up. They was out here with they asses out. They probably was wearing skirts that was above their ankles. They were like, these girls are reckless. <laughs> they got their whole ankle out and they feet. They was looking at their feet like, oh, my Lord, they got their feet out. <laughs> Burn them at the stake. You can't be showing your feet. I would have been there like. Thou girls. Thou girls are showing this their feeteth. <laughs> All right. Now girls on Instagram with the whole areola out. Bruh, Salem witch trials. Now they out here with the full witchcraftery. Whole nipple and areola out on the whole damn. As you can see, once you once you encroach sexually, once you give them that, okay, we'll allow that. It's the Trojan horse. It's the Trojan horse because at first it was like, oh, look at these Instagram models. Oh, they always got their booty out. They're always posing there. It was funny, right? But you never think just like you ninjas don't think inflation is real. You never think that it's going to get worse. You'll be like, it'll just stay right there. They'll just stay doing booty pics and we'll still be laughing at them. Guess what? <laughs> Give it 10 years. You'll see how far it goes. Then they get the Trojan horse. They get you desensitized by it and you think how much worse can it get boom now your kids are scrolling looking at areola all day it's going to get worse and then you can't control see the thing is now you can't rein it back in and societies have known they were like shit if you let this go this will go and people are like nah they won't do it nah they wouldn't go that far they would not go that far and yes they will this is all kind of the male-female nature, and it's all intertwined because we work, we're we a society of people who are supposed to be working together for a common cause. However, many, a small percentage of men are out here doing the, doing the damage, but then the women are like, let's push the envelope. We'll do what the men will do. We'll do this. We'll do that. We'll exercise our sexual freedom and our empowerment. S society is becoming unstable as a result of our both violating the social contract. I mean, it is what it is. But listen, y'all be mad at yourselves. So I'm going to be out here being a full heathen. I don't give a damn. I ain't trying to be real back in. Like, the ladies are doing what they're doing. Ladies, if the ladies can do it too, so can CGA. Heathen time. I'm on demon time. I'm part of the debauchery. And ladies, don't try to reel my shit in because you mad that I'm partaking. Look. They like, reel it in, coach. You be the man. You set the example. Mm, no. I'm out here participating with the junior college. I'm out here. Oh, y'all selling a bit? CGA buying a bit. Hey, let's go. You sell a bit? Let's go. She's like, no, I'm selling a bit. Oh, yes, I got it. Yes, I'll be buying a bit. Here we go. Where we at? I got money. <laughs> we got a woman in here. No, no, ladies shouldn't do it. Why are you giving bad advice? Ladies shouldn't do what? Here we got just a bunch of lies. Just a bunch of lies. Ladies, what? What am I lying about? Soul too beautiful. Soul too beautiful is over on the TAGA channel. I'm selling a pack of lies. What what what? ladies shouldn't do? What shouldn't ladies do? You're telling them to sleep around. I'm not. Hold up. Hold up. This woman just said. Oh, she was joking. This woman said just said, 
I'm telling women to sleep around. She got to be trolling. She said, I'm telling women to sleep around. This is this is how crazy it is. Guys, they will come to red pill spaces and tell us we're in the wrong. She said she trolled. How in the world? I please, she gotta be trolling. I'm watching 50-year-old women twerking and sliding down stripper poles at the Super Bowl. I'm watching a pregnant woman smell herself and taste it on the stage. I'm watching Instagram girls with their booty out, the whole the whole body out, naked. And she's going to blame me. She's going to blame me. She's going to blame me that I'm not controlling myself. All right, I'll tell you, man. Macaroni Tony. He says, your consistency is inspiring and professional. Approach, he says, towards life is inspiring and easy to digest. I want y'all to go get it. Go get it. He also says the story, that story reminds me of the IG model, Drea. She had a poor parenting case against her as well. And she also is the woman who said her 304 history can be deleted. Yeah, that's what they're doing. See, that's that to me, it's, this is the Salem witch trials all over again, right? Is that they're saying, I want to go out there and do what we want. But then when they do it, uh, delete all that. Forget it. They get you with the flashy thing. The nebulizer, they hit you with the nebulizer like on Men in Black. Oh, don't count it. <laughs> You're like, uh, wait a minute. But ladies, do you count my debaucherous history? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. But it's okay. We had to get rid of the troll over there. We do have some people here. Did I get Deadly Edly? Oh, I'm so way behind. Oh, my God. All right. All right, I'm going to get through these. We got uh, MC Hamster. Wait. Agent Machine says, I mean, look, CGA. Look how 304s are already being, uh, always be reaching for the woe or the woo. I'm not sure what that is. Jimmy ZTT, shout out to CGA HR department. It's review season, and I've been such a good man this last year. I deserve a pat on the head and a good raise. Shout out to the favorite unemployed African-American YouTuber over here. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look oh, at the him. woo. Pop are smoke you the woo? greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, indeed. Shout out to MC Hamster. Cleopatra was a queen 04 or 304. Men would pay to sleep with her under the agreement. She would delete them after Pharaoh peace leave. And dudes would take the deal. <laughs> dudes would take the deal. Okay, I'll do it. They get a bust in the and die. Oh, my goodness. And uh, and somebody mentioned um the other one. I can't remember the person's name, but there's another story. Uh, not Attila the Hun. There's another store story. Uh, who, somebody name it again. Kaylin says, I don't feel sorry for XXs who've been 304s who have got cheated on. I don't at all. I, I don't feel sorry for them. But listen, I don't have, I don't feel sorry for many people. Hey, Sue, uh, let me see here. Who was the other story? Catherine the Great. Is that the one with the horse? Catherine the Great. Is that the horse? Joan of Arc. That's the one I was thinking of. Joan of Arc. Dude, there's, there's so many stories that we know about, but they we don't realize that they're sexual in nature, right? And they've always kind of been doing this. Shout out to uh, Jim. Is this Jim status or? I can't never. You got to tell me your name again. 
All right, uh, police lead, peace lead power. He says, I think there's a movie where a teenager has sex with a whole pie. Oh, then XX has forgot the prize from a man is commitment. We gone. Yeah, you want to value a man's commitment for sure. Yeah, you want to value a man's commitment. All right, but people don't value a man's commitment. Uh, ladies, if you ever get a man to commit to you, he's done almost. I mean, the the, the next thing he could have done was lay his life down. He's essentially took himself off the, the market sexually, which is not to be understated. This is a very important step. If you, if you take that step for granted, you're going to find out the hard way. You should have kept that deal. A man, a man making himself monogamous to a woman is one of the biggest things a man can do. For one woman. I mean, that. Th what else do you want him to do? What else do you possibly want him to do? <laughs> what? Shout out to Deadly Ellie. Selena Gomez be hitting the wall these days. Yeah, I say, I, yeah, man. I Still, she got that face. You know what I mean? But it's still looking chubbier now. She a gordita. But women will say, well, I've been able to be faithful. Bruh. I mean, first of all, first of all, no, you haven't. Second of all, even in that situation, it's not as great as the guy giving up the uh, faithfulness. That's just my opinion. Jake, wish, coach, I think you should do a stream on why fathers are better, are the better parents, free agent lifestyle for life. For, 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 for life, for life. All right. I could do a stream on that one. People would be all up in their panties, all up in, their bun on, in a bunch. Anonymous society has fallen since we opened education which education is, is a false word, all right? And he says the workforce and the dating market to both sexes, segregated schools, and work and forced monogamy. Yeah, I mean, listen, arranged marriages statistically are the most effective. I know that there's some laws that don't allow people freedom, but I think education, in my opinion, has been a misused word. People have not been educated. Now, people have been awake, made aware of things, Information has been passed, but oftentimes education has an agenda behind it. People haven't been educated. They've been indoctrinated, but that's neither here nor there. So much so that they give you a free degree, which means absolutely nothing at this particular point. Most of these people are absolutely still ignorant once they leave the university and you have them tell you, what did you learn your sophomore year? You can't, they can't tell you shit. But they got a degree. I don't believe. Look, them degrees mean nothing. Right? You might as well get your degree from Hogwarts at this particular point. But tell me about you educated. <laughs> right? By the way, I'm talking about a person. You're talking to a person that has a master's degree. I'm not one of those guys that don't have a degree in saying that. I'm saying that as an educated person. <laughs> right? But it is what it is. And I'm saying this as freely. You don't have to agree with me. But the whole thing about I'm educated, you educated in what? Repeating back what the professor told you? Got it. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right, good. You, you repeated back over periods of time what the professor instructed you to do. Good. Now what? Now let's see what you know. Where are we at? Winnie Wall. <laughs> Hogwarts. What is it called? Shout out to Winnie Wall. Coach, 
I'm on a quick breakfast. Oh, you're on a quick lunch break at jury duty, and I'm late to the show, but these XXs have basically a cute face and a nice arse. He says, great, I've got those two. Indeed. He says, why they ever get up? Why? He says, will they ever get over themselves in your prediction? They're not remarkable by the standards any longer. Men get bored fast. Well, they're leading with the wrong thing. I think men, and honestly, ladies, I'm giving you a proper assessment. I know people think I'm being mean to you, but yesterday men were thinking I was being mean to them as well. So this is nothing new. Never think it's about you, ladies or women. I was mean to men yesterday and they were rebuking me too. I'm just a guy that tells the truth. But when men, can we agree that when men lead with their wallet, many times that's not the right way to lead to get a woman? You, you're going to get women. You're going to get women that's going to take that deal. But ultimately, if I led with my wallet, it probably wouldn't work out for me many, many times. And we would probably say, you know what, adjust it a little bit, but you're, you're going to pay anyways, but don't just lead with it. You're going to get taken advantage of. Now, same thing goes for women and their looks. I don't mind that they're taking advantage of the looks. It's rather brilliant that they use their looks when they have them to get what they want. That's the game of life. That will never be changed. However, then you hear people who are unremarkable and don't have that say that, well, that woman has it, so I'm going to have it too. Well, it's you don't have what she has, right? That would be like me saying, well, he has a million dollars. I have a million dollars too. Somebody would have to tap me on the shoulder and say, coach, you don't have a job. Oh, I thought, well, that since he had a million dollars, I'll just say I have a million dollars too. You don't have a million dollars. That's similar to me saying, I know you see those ladies on Instagram doing it, but you don't have what they have sure somebody will look at it but you guys aren't the same so don't lead with that you might want to be remarkable somewhere else anyway they think they have what the other person has and it's not true you don't <laughs> you might want something else to go right here all right I don't got a million dollars. I don't have a million dollars, but men will like uh, like ladies will spend your money and men will spend your body. Ladies, men will men will use you up until you got nothing else to use up no more. And then they're gone. Gentlemen, women will use your money up until you got no more or give no more. And then she's gone. Jay Russell Jahari says it's crazy because XXs are trying to rally against mandatory DNA tests at birth. And that's the indicator that you want to know. Sometimes the things that are you need to know are the things that are unsaid. The things that are unsaid. Who's monogamous? Women will say we are. Okay, we should have mandatory DNA tests on all births. Then they skedaddle. They didn't have to say they're non-monogamous. You can just imply that that right there can tell you they're non-monogamous. Or they're highly more likely to be, and they're protecting that. And they're protecting it either for themselves or others. What more needs to be said than that? What more proof than you need than that? That is the one thing you want to ensure. And we can ensure it easily because we have the science. But they're not behind the science. Why? Simple. I mean, dude, it's too simple. Shout out to Agent Machine says the woo is anything non-monotheist. -mono okay. 
He says that elevates the divine feminine over the masculine that monotheistic God has set. Okay, man, I'm actually messing that up. So the woo, the woo, is it the woo, 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 last one? And then we got to get out of here. We got macaroni, Tony. The elephant in the room is the following. Number one, the wife was from the apple pie community. That's why it hurt so much. And he says, number two, the wife knew about the arranged. Oh, you mean the wife was white, huh? Oh, the, oh, the wife was white. And the wife knew about the arrangement and didn't care because she's insignificant. Number three, the husband had to buy the wife a new Cartier bracelet. Now, wow, interesting. Is that what happened? I was kind of trying to look it up, but I couldn't find it. So you're saying the wife was a white woman. That's why it hurt. That could be interesting there. And I'm going to give you the evil laugh on the way out. That's interesting. So the wife was white. The wife knew and didn't care. And she was left all alone. And then the husband bought the wife a gift and said, let's move on. So anyway. All right, we got it, man. Shout out to uh, the men that the shout out to the men who are protecting the divine feminine. I appreciate you. You are here to you guys would have lost your life long time ago in a barbarian society. But we give you the permission to be here and continue to spot out your simpery. Okay, never in the history before would men come to other men that are educating other men, guiding them, protecting them against various things. Never in the history of a man in, in manhood could another man come in here and protect the divine feminine first. That person would be excommunicated at best. At worst, <laughs> I'm not encouraging it. I'm just letting you know. And this is one of the reasons why people can't get ahead, why society can't get ahead. They literally would ignore everything that's going on on one side and come over here and try to check us. But at best, they're lucky to be here. And we're granting you the permission to be here, but probably best to find another way to express yourself because it's not going to change anything. <laughs> right. But I showed you and still yet you're still presenting yourself as ignoring the divine feminine's behavior, castigating the blame or putting the blame on the male. And it's all Jermaine Fultz. It's always Jermaine Fultz. All right. And so this is like the 30th account that this person has made. And so he's been banned about 30 times and he still comes here. So it amazes me. So I really appreciate him, but he's been banned again. Wow. Shout out to the coach game. We'll be back tonight. Hit the like button on the way out. And we'll leave you with this. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.